Um, Brent, Hello. last week we uh, we discussed some Fear Street movies, mm-hmm. the trilogy, if you will. And uh, you had mentioned that our, our good friends over at Erie International, David, Dave, and Andy, had mm-hmm. uh, done a series, uh, like three episodes on those as well. So mm-hmm. um, I, I don't listen to podcasts anymore. You know that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And it's you not said about anyone who does a podcast is wasting their life. Yep. Or lives. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I just don't want to be a part of it, you know? Yeah, that's disgusting. Anyway, make sure to subscribe and, mm-hmm. uh, and give us some likes on this one. But otherwise... Mm-hmm. They're dumb. Five stars. Five stars. Appreciated. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, so you had mentioned that they had done episodes on that, and I, I haven't listened to an area in a national episode in a long time. I haven't listened to any podcast literally at all in a, mm-hmm. a very long time. And so you had mentioned it, and you know, you and I uh, didn't didn't necessarily agree fully about those movies. And the way that you had talked about that they had discussed those movies, I, I was like, oh, they they kind of dug them. I'm, I'm really curious to know what they thought. And basically, I, I didn't. Here's my problem. It's like us, we, we put all this info out there, right? Like, oh, I watched this thing. If somebody wants to know what my thoughts on that, they can listen to the podcast. And mm-hmm. uh, immediately afterwards, I was like, oh, I love all those dudes, um, Dave, David, and, and Andy. Mm-hmm. We've had them all on our show at various times. They're, they're amazing guys. I really enjoy their opinions. And I wanted to, like, tweet at them and be like, oh, what do you guys think of this? And I was like... Mm-hmm. Not that they would be like, just listen to our podcast. They, they'd probably mm-hmm. interact with me, but I was like, but it is it is right there. Like, I, could, yeah. I know it's there. I could just go listen to it. Um, so I did. I did listen to wow. all of this those. Is big, this is big doings for Stephen Fisher. Big doings. Mm-hmm. Um, now, here's the thing. I, I listened to most of the beginnings of their episodes, and then... Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is with podcast hosts, but they just they mm-hmm. just talk, 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 talk. Not like our show. You know, right. we, we definitely get into the meat of things immediately. Yeah, immediately. Imme- immediately. Yeah. Yes. We did it. Um, and, you know, it, just keep it tight, you know? Uh, like, well, our show can go two and a half to three hours, but every other show, keep it tight. Um, right. No, they were they were actually mentioned in some great things. They have, like, different games and stuff. They have, like, a trivia game I didn't know about in there. That was really fun uh, to play along with and stuff. But uh, but overall, I was really there for, for those specific reviews. I actually was mowing as well, not in stilettos or fishnets, but maybe I should. Sounds like a good plan. Listen to those outtakes, guys. Yeah, and by the way, <laughs> tan lines with fishnets, does that bother uh-huh. you at all? Uh, no, it doesn't bother me, and it doesn't bother the Predators. Um, it's just something that, it's fine, you it, know? For you and Predators, mm-hmm. you're not saying that you're a Predator, I don't know. Alien or Dateline or whatever it is. I I won't I won't confirm nor deny mm-hmm. that I'm a predator. However, whenever I do laugh hysterically on the show, I am tapping my wrist <laughs> yeah. for a little device and it's yeah. I don't know. That makes sense. I sometimes I catch it before it gets to scrunk. Um, oh no. But it's just like barely, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I was mowing, listening to these. Uh it was a lot of fun to do that as well. Um, and yeah, they were, they were awesome. I was really happy to hear their opinions on it. Um, they, they all seemed to like all of them. I thought it was funny that they started with the first one and they didn't really have a plan to necessarily keep going with the trilogy, but then they were all like on the show, they were like, oh, I guess we all liked this. We should definitely do this next week. Mm-hmm. And then like the following week, it was like, oh, we should definitely finish this out. Right. Like, um, yeah. so that, that was funny, um, that they kept going. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was great to hear, you know, our friends discuss those movies and, um, I'm not saying that if your opinion is different than that, then you're wrong, you know, but uh, 
it was interesting to hear them and what they took from them and some of their theories as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it was fun to get some some different, you know, hear some different opinions from people that we, we enjoy. Um, I especially liked because I had watched them all in a row and I was, I also like with my wife was kind of thinking about like what was going to, pers- you know, perspire, what was going to uh, happen, whatever. Uh, Transpire? That's the word I'm looking for. Thank mm-hmm. you. Sometimes yeah. you get like one part of a word and you're like, conspire, perspire. Nope. I'm just going to move on. And then a friend jumps in and gives you transpire. Thanks, I don't sir. know. It's never happened to me. I always speak perfectly. It's always great. Yeah. It's incredible. It's, you know, it's, I'm, I'm not calling myself a hero, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> you know. Um, but it was, uh, it was fun to, to hear them give their, like, thoughts about what they thought was coming in the different movies. And mm-hmm. sometimes they were right, like, are pretty close. And uh, sometimes they were, you know, off, but it's like, you know, you're always just guessing, like, what a story's going to go or whatever. And it was super fun. Mm-hmm. So I definitely recommend that. Um, if anybody isn't a, a listener of that show from, from this show, um, definitely go check them out. Those episodes are episodes number 294, 295, and 296. Um, I also liked that 1994, the Fear Street 1994, was episode 294. That was that was pretty fun. Oh, uh, wow. Probably just happened that way, but it was awesome. So I think um, they planned it. I think yeah, they know pro- what they're doing up they, there. Okay. Mm-hmm. They started, they were like, we need to make sure we have this many mm-hmm. episodes. A movie's going to come out, a trilogy of movies, and years from mm-hmm. now. Yeah. We need to make sure we're there for it. So I hear Robert Leroy Stein <gasps> is putting together a, something called Netflix. <laughs> I may have the details wrong. I don't know. We need to start a podcast now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, R.L. Stein and Reed Hastings got together. They created the Fear Street Netflix conglomerate that we mm-hmm. all know and love today. They're gonna buy Amazon soon. Hopefully, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was cool to listen to them, and I definitely recommend those guys are, are always really fun, and uh, it was cool to hear their opinions about it. So, um, and you said that you had watched the movies and listened to that. Did you watch each movie individually and then listen to one, or did you listen to them after you'd seen all the movies? I did uh, one and one, so I okay, would cool. watch the the first movie, then listen to that corresponding episode. Gotcha. And yeah. uh, uh, immediately forgot the details of both. Um, Perfect. So that was, was gonna great. Say they, that was great for me. They do go through some of the stuff we talked about that you're like, I uh-huh. didn't get that at all. <laughs> Wait, what? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> so They're just like the funny. details leaked right out of my fucking head. <laughs> I cannot make new memories <laughs> Man, that's uh, really for funny. media, evidently. So yeah, yeah absolutely. That's good. Mm-hmm. Well, I, now listening to them makes me want to, you know, listen to some more of their episodes as well. So mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a lot more that I would really enjoy on there, um, and a lot of other people would as well. I, mm-hmm. I was wondering too. I didn't check yet. Did, uh, did any of our other friends or anybody else that you know do episodes on Fear Street? Like uh, specifically, Terror Table came to mind. Um, I don't remember seeing anything from from Mitch and crew, uh, but th- I think those movies kind of came out when he was gearing up for yeah. that Druid's Hand. Hell yeah, yeah, they're a yeah. little preoccupied. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, hopefully they, they they tackle those eventually, too. I'd love to hear Mitch's thoughts on that as well. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was a lot of fun to listen to those. Highly recommend it. And I um, just wanted to make sure I mentioned them at the top of the hour here. So, Brent, what do you say we jump into this and say we're doing it? I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. I'm going to go ahead Hi. and check out. Okay. Brent's got it from here. I'm going to put uh-huh. a doll in my place. Oh, is it, my God. Is it creepy? Is it, Maybe. Is it Annabelle? Maybe. Annabelle got that booty. Or what you got? What you got going on back there? I don't. I don't know about that. Oh, I don't know about that. I'm not. You're like, just get like, <laughs> just get like a talking ass on the show. 
<laughs> oh, that's what you want as a talking ass. Okay, that makes pretty sense. much. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll look for a talking ass. I don't know that I have one here with me right now. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll just I'll be the talking ass today. Okay, that sounds good. That works for me. It's been a lifelong goal of mine, actually, so it kind of works for me, too. Ever since you saw that first Ace Ventura movie, you were like, <gasps> it is possible. <laughs> Every once in a while, the uh, the scene, in, I think the second one, when he's coming out of the rhino, um, <laughs> yeah. or hippo, or is it a rhino? No, it's a, a rhino, rhino. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, it, I was actually looking. my head sometimes, yeah. I was looking for that very gif earlier this week. Oh, really? To send Fantastic. to someone. I could not find it. Oh, man, yeah need to get mm-hmm. those out in the world yeah and it's, it's one of those things where i was like so on gross. a time crunch because it was in like a group messaging thing oh yeah yeah and i was like oh i gotta try to find this before somebody comments <laughs> and then like somebody commented i'm like god damn it all right man Most yeah. work now yeah you but. need you need adult humans nakedly being born out of um animatronic rhinos at the mm-hmm. ready you know that stuff's yeah. gotta be available that's what the internet's for i know so they somebody failed let you, you have yeah, they should let you, like, have a favorites folder of stuff you use regularly. Yes. And uh, just like, yeah, here we go. I've, I've been waiting for this. Yeah, see My it. whole goddamn life. I do that on Giphy. You can have a favorites. Did you know that? Oh, okay. This was through uh, Microsoft Teams. Oh. This is this is a very mature work conversation. I was going to say, <laughs> <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> yeah. You need, to, you need to define the uh, Jim Carrey birthing scene for a Microsoft uh-huh. Teams conversation. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember the, the exact... Sense. Uh, context of the conversation, but I was like, oh man, if I drop this here, this would be, this would just like sell that point I was trying to make so hard, but man, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't find it. I love, I want to know what this conversation was now. Cause in my head, it's just, there's no way it could not be out of context. Mm-hmm. Like someone was like, oh, we're getting bagels. And you're like, oh my God, I yeah. have a gift oh, for that. Rhino, Rhino. Uh, he comes out a booty hole, which is also ringular shaped. Perfect. Oh man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Well, well Stephen, what are we doing on there. the episode today? Man, we're gonna do a horror hodgepodge. Horror hodgepodge. For uh, editing purposes, I would like it noted that Stephen has misspoken yet again on thine podcast, Uh-oh. and uh, that's that's weird. It just needs to be noted for future reference. Um, are we gonna take this out? No, we're li- this we're is all in. It all in. This is all staying in. So it's like a shaming thing. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, I've never misspoken on this podcast, <laughs> and I hate to think that 214 episodes in, this is this is the decline of the show. Mm. So here it is here. Everyone put it on your calendars on whatever goddamn Tuesday this comes out on. Oh, What's yeah. the 28th? Um, this, is, oh, man. this is when it goes bad. I didn't realize we were that close to October. Mm-hmm. I also didn't realize that I spoke so poorly sometimes, and I apologize to you and the fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or anybody that stumbled upon this first time today, I'll, I would do better. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Yep. Just say some racist shit. Let's get let's get into it. <laughs> let's get into it. Um, white no. people, am I right? Oh my god, he's going the there. Worst. He's going there. <laughs> he's going there. Uh, yeah, we're doing a horror hodgepodge today, so we've yeah. got a bunch of like horror stuff that we built up mm. in our bodies and our guts yeah. and our butts, potentially, maybe. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. But we're going to discuss them shits today. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. We got it built up in the butts. We're going to discuss them shits. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's a classy show. You should put this on Microsoft Teams. This whole episode yep. is a poop emoji. <laughs> oh, fantastic. That's like mm-hmm. a high honor. 
it's a, a poop emoji that's also like the color of a jack-o'-lantern and it oh. has like a flickering light in its eyes and mouth what mm-hmm. that sounds pretty mm-hmm. cool actually that horror shit i can <laughs> i can totally picture that you know i mm-hmm. messed up on saying a horror hodgepodge because in my head i think last week we just talked about like let's do like a, a horror pop culture catch-up yeah and then i think maybe before the show or maybe the outtakes whatever you you mentioned horror hodgepodge and i was like wait we we did one of those like last year right like we called it that mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I, I was trying to be like, oh, yeah, call it that. And then when I got into it, I was like, how do you say hodgepodge? What is that word? <laughs> We're doing a horror stone hinge today. Uh, oh, wait, what? What's going on? Yeah. What's happening? There's. Uh, it yeah. only has two walls. It's weird. Ugh. That, Whoever yeah. built those houses. <laughs> no wonder no one lives there. It's crazy. <laughs> Pieces of shit. Yeah. Yeah. But all these years later, people still visit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah, so today we're going to do a horror hodgepodge. So it's like you and I have both been watching a lot of random stuff or, or I don't know what you got reading, maybe Mm -hmm. uh, some comic stuff. And, uh, we're just going to mention a bunch of stuff here. You and I are also planning after this, uh, episode record that Mm -hmm. you and I are going to plan out the next month, at least of, of things that we'll talk about so we can, you know, alert people to it. Uh, -hmm. and at the end of the show, I guess we'll announce, we already have planned for next week of what we're going to start out with, right? Why don't we just announce that? Because I can see us forgetting right about it. That's yeah. true. Yeah, we that way we can. Yeah. <laughs> Especially since we mentioned it now. We yeah. wouldn't mention I, it at all. Yeah. I noted it in my notes app on my phone to mention <laughs> it, but that's certainly never helped before. So, uh, but yeah, do you want to announce what uh, what we're oh, doing on man. the next episode? Absolutely. A, uh, I believe you've seen this movie. I have not. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so. You had mentioned this as a movie that you had never seen, which I didn't realize, um, especially mm-hmm. with horror stuff. There's a lot that I think that I, it would be fun to talk to you about because yeah. you might not have grown up watching it like I did or whatever. And this mm-hmm. is one of those for sure. So you suggested 1987's The Lost Boys. Mm-hmm. Whew, I am so excited to watch this with you. Um, you know, it's got the Corys in it. It's mm-hmm. got uh, Kiefer Sutherland. It's got like a ton, ton of cool teenagers from that era or whatever vampire flick from the 80s it's a very 80s movie uh but it's also pretty like dark and and cool and funny and and all kinds of stuff so um this has been a favorite of mine for like decades i I don't remember when i first watched this movie or anything but Mm -hmm. um it'll be a lot of fun to uh to kind of introduce someone to it uh with you so yeah i'm looking forward to it i remember back in the day like being on the playground at school and somebody mentioned oh the lost boys is going to be on tv tonight i was like what is that like you don't know about the lost boys i'm like well (laughs) I feel like that's clear at this point, but <laughs> when I said, yeah, what I is that? I do not know what it is, yep. but I think it was around October and I had like, uh, like Halloween shit to do or whatever. So I, I never watched it. I, I've, mm-hmm. not, I've not seen like one frame of this movie oh my God. in any context, but I can't imagine watching it or watching it on TV, like where it's like censored or whatever. I don't even know how yeah. like bloody or gory it it's might be. It's pretty gross for a lot of parts it? yeah it, okay. yeah it's uh so this is it's funny we'll, we'll get into it uh, next next episode or whatever when we discuss it but uh it's a joel schumacher film joel schumacher oh. who famously went on to, to do some batman movies or mm-hmm. maybe i think two did he two do two of them yeah, just, uh, yeah. forever and robin batman yeah he yeah. did robin and, and robin yeah, that makes yeah. Sense. Yeah. um yeah and so but this is whereas those are movies that I, I want to revisit but i don't really you know recall liking them very much um, this movie I really like, but he has a kind of a unique sensibility to certain things. And, and, uh, the lost boys is, is pretty rad and it's pretty gory and stuff. I feel like <clears throat> if you were a kid and watched it on TV, that's kind of like a rite of passage in like the eighties and nineties. Mm-hmm. It's like, you yeah. get like 
edited versions of things or whatever, and it was still kind of fine, but I would for sure recommend, you know, to watch the real thing because yeah. they, they would probably cut out a lot of the good stuff. So, okay. But yeah, cool. I'm, I'm super looking forward to that. So, uh, we'll see, uh, we'll see everybody for that next week. So yes, yeah, good idea to recommend that now. Or just, yeah, just get it yeah, out of the way. Put it now, out there. Yeah. <laughs> now people can shut this off. And, and yeah. if you want to show up next week for that, that's great. Yeah, yeah that's fine. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. So that'd be really cool. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So do you want to just go ahead and, uh, you know, just start start getting into the stuffs? We can. No uh, I know you've got anymore. quite a few things. Uh, I've got a few as well. So yeah, yeah. do you want to go ahead and start? And we'll just kind of ping pong back and forth. Sure. Um, yeah. So uh, I guess also kind of leading off from Erie International, um, David Hopkins over there had recommended a podcast to well to me i guess but to both of us uh, a while ago when i had mentioned that i had, last year i got really into the friday the 13th series and ended up really liking some of the sequels not realizing that i liked them as they got campier uh, mm-hmm. uh and and a little more fun than the originals were uh, like the original movie specifically so he had mentioned this uh, documentary called crystal lake memories which okay. is like a four and a half hour documentary about that entire series and um, I had actually started this <clears throat> a few times, um, even before he mentioned that, because it, it's on uh, Shutter. Excuse me, <clears throat> it's on the Shutter app, and so I had seen part of it. It's uh, Crystal Lake Memories: The Complete History of Friday the Thirteenth. Came out in 2013, and um, it's it's really good. Uh, I would say now I really like this documentary, especially after watching all those movies. When I first started it, it's it's like narrated partially by uh, by Corey Feldman. And uh, Corey Feldman, I love from the 80s and stuff. He's also in The Lost Boys, and, and that'll be fun to watch him there. On, he was in The Goonies and lots of stuff, and he was in Friday the 13th. Uh, part Donatello. Four, I think. Yeah, he's Donatello. Mm-hmm. There you go, right? Yeah. I like, mm-hmm. I like 80s and early 90s Corey Feldman, but he, he kind of became like a weird dude, and I don't really you know, pay much attention to him anymore. Um, and sometimes the, this documentary with his voice and stuff, it was almost a little like too cheesy for me or something. Uh, but once I got into like what they were going for, cause it was like, it was like a campfire setting that he's like telling the story sort of to like other people. And it's, it was kind of just like cheesy for me, but, but then I ended up really liking all of it and, uh, it's really informative. Mm-hmm. It's super long. Like I said, it's actually it says six hours and 40 minutes. I watched it in so many chunks that I've kind of forgotten. Uh, it's oh, a really yeah. easy one just to put on. Like they basically go like movie by movie, so you can you know just kind of follow along that way. But uh, it ended up being really fun. I, I'd highly recommend it. I'm glad David recommended it to me. Um, so you can check it out on Shutter. And uh, if you're a big fan of Friday the Thirteenth, um, it's definitely you know it interviews all the the people that have played Jason. It interviews a lot of the actors and directors and writers and stuff that were involved in it. And they give you a lot of behind the scenes stuff and. Um, even the movies that I didn't really care for as much, it was, it's kind of cool to hear about how they made them. Like they talk about how they were trying to make Freddy versus Jason for a long time. Uh, but the rights were held by different studios and then new line like acquired both of them. And that's kind of how they got there. But there was like, they were trying to make it work and they couldn't make it work. And they're like, Oh, let's just do Jason X right now. Let's put him in space. Cause we can't mess with this storyline. We can't mess with the lore that's going on. So that yeah. we can have him meet Freddy soon. So we're going to go 400 years in the future and he's in space, whatever. And yeah. so it's like that movie, that abomination of a movie uh, that I do not like, uh, you know, came out because they were waiting to make Freddy versus Jason and stuff. So it was cool mm-hmm. to hear some of that, you know, kind of behind the heat, behind, behind blah, 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 blah. <sighs> Brent. Wow. Uh, let, let the record again show that Steven has flubbed his lines so many times. We write a tight script here. I don't know if yep. it's just like. He can't read. Is it, am, am I, I can't him? read. <laughs> All these books I've been telling you about—it's a lie. They were audiobooks, Brit. I can't. 
I can't do it by I've myself. been looking at the covers <laughs> upside down for years. <laughs> you saw that? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Um, behind the scenes stuff it was cool uh-huh. to see that. So, uh, yeah, I... I'm going to probably watch a lot of the Friday the 13th movies again this year for, for mm, okay. Halloween, for October and stuff. But uh, I also had kind of planned, and I'm excited to watch the um, Nightmare on Elm Street movies this year. I had gotten up to part three. I'd never seen two or three that I remember, and three's pretty badass. Um, so I got to rewatch those again, and then from four on, I don't really remember anything yeah. um, except for like a little bit of New Nightmare. So it'd be fun to, to watch those. But uh, since I got into both of those you know, iconic old 80s horror slasher people um this was a cool documentary and so yeah check it out well good that's awesome i've been looking for some like good documentaries to watch on shutter mm. and there's just like so many on there i don't even know where to start but yeah. this is this sounds like a good one so that's good right on yeah um well uh tell you what let's keep the shutter love a going oh. here um my wife and i recently watched a movie on there that was on um you know like the whenever you pull up the shutter app and it has like the the well, as the the video start playing immediately, yeah. which I love, I it seems so novel to me. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, this is just like TV back when I was like growing up. I know, but it's like a new thing. <laughs> it's just cool that I like not. it. Yeah, it's yeah. Um, but like whenever you get to like the the main screen or whatever, it has the banner up top of like what's new and all that stuff. We saw this one that was called Superhost mm-hmm. that we started watching. And um, have you heard about this, or do you know what it is? A little or? bit, yeah, because of Shutter. But I've I've never seen mm-hmm. it or anything, so I'm very curious. It's a, I believe it's a newer movie. I think it just like came out, yeah. from what I understand. I, right I guess that's why it was on the banner, or I don't know. I don't really know a whole lot about like horror movies and how they find their way to Shutter because mm-hmm. it seems like some stuff is like um, licensed over yeah. to that app, and then some sure. stuff is like original i don't know which which or, version of this this is or exclusive yeah sometimes they have like the original stuff they have like shutter exclusives mm-hmm. that they have the only streaming rights to oh okay for like a little while and sometimes it's just like like any other service they just have some movies you know mm-hmm. um whatever the case yeah i feel like this this movie just came out on shutter mm-hmm. and it's uh, again it's called Superhost. um it's i i wonder if it was like made during um like covid because uh, it's a very small cast. I think there's a total of, like, four people in this movie. Oh, yeah, nice. Uh, so very, very uh, small cast. Um, but essentially, it's like a uh, a boyfriend and girlfriend who have a, a YouTube channel where they go to uh, these... Um, they rent these, like, Airbnbs, but they're usually, like, um, like extravagant homes or mm-hmm. whatever. And they go do a tour of those, and they put up YouTube videos of, like, gotcha. their experience there and all this stuff. Um, and they interview the people that run these like, like supercharged, like Airbnbs and they call them super hosts. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so they go to this, this place out in bumfuck wherever. And Ooh, the, love that place. the, it's, it's great. You should, you should go. <laughs> if you've never been, yeah. you've never been to bumfuck. Mm, you should go. You get out there. Yeah. Great for kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they go uh, rent this house, and they uh, the, the person who is the, the host of that place, um, they got a little bit of a craziness going on. Mm. Uh, it's like this younger girl about about their age. Um, everyone is like in their like mid-20s, I think. And um, she's a, a little bit disturbed, you might say. Okay. A little uh, something wicked going on between the ears, if you catch my drift. <laughs> um, but uh, as, as you like watch the movie... It, it seems like it's going to be, like, relatively tame. Um, I think we watched a, a trailer before watching the movie 
um because that's what my wife likes to do just to like get a feel of it or whatever gotcha um but uh i didn't realize the level of like goriness or like Mm. blood that might be in the movie okay um, it seems like it's going to be like fairly tame, but like as you like, get further toward the conclusion of the the movie, it's like oh okay shit's shit's going wild. Sweet. Uh, so um, I don't want to spoil anything, but uh, we really enjoyed it. We we had a, a blast cool, watching yeah. it. I don't think it'd be enough to do like a whole episode of the podcast mm-hmm. on, but um, as like a, a quick watch. Um, I, again, I think it's like less than an hour and a half or something like that. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like when Shudder does that. I know. Um, yeah, it's cool. It's like, here's the story we're going to tell. We're going to do it in, you know, without uh, over con- or uh, not condensing. Um, what do you call that when it's hmm. uh, Who can't speak expanding now? now? Steven, you've done something <laughs> to me. That's it's <laughs> fucked up my whole vibe. It's uh, it's not like decompressed or whatever. Like some mm-hmm. other things where it's like, well, we have to make this two hours. Oh, right. I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they like, there's trying to make it like a tighter thing, but you're like, you could use it some breathing room. Mm-hmm. But this just has like a good, good story. Fills out what Moves it needs to. a good pace. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right on. Yeah, it's not like, I don't know, pff, Mandy. Second <laughs> niche. Suck I got to add that to my list. Yeah. You got to watch it. I know. You got to watch it. I got to know what you guys um, are talking about. Yeah, I was so so curious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is but, a, a yeah. Shutter original too. I looked that up while you were talking okay. about it. Yeah, so either they bought it or they produced it originally. I'm not sure, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's one of their their definitely yeah. things. So yeah, yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. It was um, fun. It was a fun watch. I'd I'd recommend it. Uh, and your wife liked it as well. She did. Yeah. 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 Like I said, it moves at a really good pace. Uh, we watched it all in like one sitting. Mm-hmm. For some of these longer movies, sometimes we have to like break them up into chunks or whatever. Yeah. But this one is it, it. Like I said, it. Uh, well, I already said it. I already <laughs> said the shit that I was going to say. I don't know why I felt like if I had to repeat. Just rewind it. if you didn't hear it. Yeah, that's not. That's not moves at a good pace. What more can I say? <laughs> Unlike this show. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's rad though. I've I've seen it come up on the Shutter app, like I said, but uh, I hadn't clicked on it yet. So some of these I really mm-hmm. like that you've been checking things out. I mean, like, oh, cool, I'll go check that out now. So mm-hmm. uh, that's one I, I, especially too, with these movies that are just fast paced and you know they just get the mm-hmm. story out there and like, um, I think horror in particular can do that pretty well. Versus, you know, like a, a regular drama or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is about that. But uh, horror movies, you know, you can really get into the meat of a thing. pretty fast. And uh, yeah. even if you let things slowly build to like a, a weird tension, you know, and then like just the last reel kind of pops off. It still mm-hmm. feels like, you know, a roller coaster that went by pretty fast. And uh, mm-hmm. Shudder really like leans into that a lot. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like I heard on a podcast once, um, it happens immediately. Oh, you know? hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Pretty rad, man. Um, yeah. yeah, I'll check that one out. It has an 85% Rotten Tomatoes. So, oh, um, wow, okay. I have found, like, I think I said last year, like, most of the Shutter originals that I've watched have been really good. Like, I've I've enjoyed pretty much every one that I've seen. And, uh, mm. and they're all, you know, once you look them up, it's like, oh, yeah, people really enjoy that, too. It's not just me, you know, and being like, oh, this is like a made-for-TV thing that's pretty good. It's like, no, Shutter has some fucking quality, man. Yeah. I really like it. And even though the movie... I don't know. Moves at a good pace. Um, I I think there's still time where they let the tension build. Yeah. So it's not like it's sacrificing that like the that like thriller type of aspect of uh, of dread to yeah yeah you know move the story along or whatever. Right it's, on, man. It can be done, Hollywood. Yeah. Are you listening? <laughs> You're not, but you know. 
whatever. <laughs> Did I tell you? I don't remember if I mentioned a while back. I watched the five year engagement. It's a, like an Apatel produced thing with Jason Siegel and um, what's her face? Who's her name? Did I tell you about watching who's that her, again? Yeah, I can't remember. Who's her name? Yeah, who's her name? Um, Emily Blunt. It's like Emily Blunt. Oh, okay. The five year engagement. It's like Emily Blunt and Jason Siegel. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't like it when it came out. This is like a random aside. I just don't remember if I had mentioned mm-hmm. it. I didn't like it when it came out uh, a whole lot, but I was like, I like those people so much. I like that crew that makes that stuff, whatever. So I'll give it another shot. That movie goes on for like an entire hour too long. Like, yeah. there's so much in it. And I've heard those guys talk about how they're all their movies. Like, Knocked Up is like two hours and 15 minutes or something like that. And rewatching them now, like, some of them really do like tack on a lot of stuff. And it's not necessarily mm-hmm. anything I could like be like, oh, this shouldn't even be there. It's all like fairly important and it's like, you know, quote unquote good or whatever. But sometimes I'm like, it's just like a long ass comedy though. Yeah. Uh, and it's so, like that one in particular was really hard to sit through. And I, I feel like now, like, especially with so many options and stuff, it's like I kind of want something fast, especially also with like TV show times, you mm-hmm. know, like kind of get in my yeah. brain. And it's like you could have told the story in an hour, you know, this yeah. could have been an yeah. episode of a show, you know, move mm-hmm. on, whatever. So, yeah, I kind of like kind of like when you just, you know, has everything it needs to, but doesn't overstay its welcome, you know? Yeah. Cool like, I way. understand that, like, a collection of scenes can be like good and or funny, but when you tack them onto 1000 other scenes like that, yeah, it's yeah. like the story slows way down. It, it feels like yeah. or stagnates a bit mm-hmm. for sure. And it just yeah. depends on the movie and how into it you are, I guess if you want to stay around mm-hmm. more or whatever, but yeah, horror movies in particular, I feel like, you know, cut off a lot of the meat, uh, a lot mm-hmm. of the fat rather that you don't mm-hmm. need on there. So yeah, that's rad. Cool. Um, all right. We, mm-hmm. we do want to make it clear here on, test that like everything needs a snyder cut four hours minimum oh, yeah, 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 for yeah. everything just for options just for options you know i put steppenwolf in all of it all of it um mm-hmm. yeah that is a movie that exists in my head now mm-hmm. i have not revisited that but i really love it when we talk about it because then i just think about mitch sitting there for hours and hours <laughs> and it really makes me laugh minimum four times watching that movie yeah and he mm-hmm. wasn't even sold on it. I think that's what's so funny to me. I think he was doing that to get more sold on it because we were, I, especially me, I was like, actually, I kind of like it now or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think he kind of came around to that, but it just, I, mean, I don't know. It's just funny to me. Like, it's a lot of time. I think it's like during the uh, one of those four viewings, he became inspired to make a short film himself, and that's where oh, yeah. the Druid's hand sprung from. Oh if man, I remember correctly, yeah, that's pretty rad. Mm-hmm. It from the mind of of Zack Snyder. Mm-hmm. filtered through mitch yeah. <laughs> it comes a short film he watched the longest movie out and made the shortest movie out yeah oh there you go mm-hmm. yeah he went it's the like other way. negative four hours somehow oh, wow. like inverse math works he gives you time back mm-hmm. mm. like if you have a sundial out in your yard like we all do sure. uh you'll see that like time starts going backwards on it it's really? like what how's that happen the snyder cut don't worry about it doesn't make sense no but just like just like just go about your business um so i watched a a movie um i think it was on hbo max that you had mentioned i I think recently you'd watched uh the hunt that came out in 2020 right you you'd seen Mm -hmm. that um and I don't remember, I, I was actually meaning to go back and listen to that segment of the podcast, uh, but I, I don't listen to most podcasts, especially not mm-hmm. ours, but definitely uh, go check out Erie International, everybody. Um, 
you had mentioned it. I don't remember a ton of what you said, so if you can fill me in, I I, I think you said it was kind of weird. You, you I, weren't really sure about it. I uh, I tried to keep things, my thoughts to a minimum on it because I didn't want to spoil mm. it mm-hmm. for you because I went into the movie thinking it was one thing based on the marketing and then gotcha. got a whole other thing. Um, but I, I, I think I liked it, but I'm not 100% sure. Mm-hmm. I definitely okay. liked it more than Joker. Again, suck at Mitch. Uh, <laughs> but we're really coming after Mitch today. Yeah. <laughs> we love you, buddy. Look, we're, I don't know look, why. we're getting his name out there. Yeah, okay? there you go. There you go. You know, good, you know, bad publicity is like good publicity. Sure. Right. You know how the phrase goes. Yeah. Steven, you fucked me up today. Um, <laughs> Normally I'm flawless. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, yeah, I'm tempted to even talk about this or, or, or to know what to talk about because mm-hmm. I went into it pretty blind. I had seen the trailer for it. I knew I knew there was controversy about it, but I didn't really know why. And so I, I don't even know what's a spoiler or not. I don't. I haven't watched the trailer since I watched the movie, but it definitely was different than I expected too. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe some some. Well, I, I won't talk about full plot, but like mini spoilers for this segment. If you mm-hmm. haven't seen it, just you know take that with a grain of salt. But I, I didn't know. There are guns in the movie. Uh, okay. Thank you. You said it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's out oh my there. Gosh. It's out there. We did it. We did it. Uh, All right. Moving on. <laughs> I knew it was like some people get captured by rich people and they're being hunted. You know, it's mm-hmm. a people hunting people thing. And I assumed the the woman, the lead, um, I don't know her name right now, though. She was, she, I liked her a lot. Uh, Betty mm-hmm. Gilpin. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was pretty badass. Um, but I didn't know much more about that. I figured she turned the tide, you know, turned turned against the, her captors and stuff or whatever, and it got really bloody. I didn't mm-hmm. know what all the controversy really was about it, though. And then uh, pretty early on, like, I mean, like, the way it even opens, like, they, 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 they talk about, like, deplorables and the rat fucker in chief. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, like, I kind of get the vibe there. This is like a conservative versus liberal thing or whatever, mm-hmm. Democrat versus Republican thing. Uh, yep. And they really lean into that, though. That's the part that I don't know if it was a, a spoiler or not. It was to me. And yeah. once that played out, I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really like, it really just rubbed me the wrong way. Like, Did it? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a weird thing. Um, fantasy movies, you know, any any kind of story like this, it's just made up or whatever. And, it, and mm-hmm. you're kind of commenting on the political times or whatever. But at the same time, it does feel like things are like boiling just under the surface and could boil mm-hmm. over at any time in our country uh, here in America. And it feels like there's a big tension between those groups. And to kind of like joke about that and highlight it in this way was just really like off putting to me in a weird way. And mm-hmm. it made me think like I want I was like, I want to know who wrote and like directed this, like the way it plays off or whatever. Like they they are very to me, it was like they are very much on the side of. Uh, like conservatives and that mm-hmm. liberals are like really, really bad people running this like global conspiracy. And I was like, hold up. <laughs> it was like so weird to me. And then I looked it up and it's like, it's written, co-written by uh, Damon, Damon Lindelof. And I was like, oh, oh, the dude who did Lost? Like what yeah. the fuck is happening? It's so weird to me. And Watchmen, uh, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. And I like mm-hmm. him sometimes, like some of the stuff he's, he's a little off on me, but for me, but uh, for the most part, like I like the stuff he's a part of, and it just surprised me. I figured it's going to be people I, I, be people I didn't know, um, pushing sort of a conservative agenda, sort of through it. Mm. Um, and so it was a weird juxtaposition of like liberals with guns 
playing out this fantasy of hunting humans, which by all accounts, uh, it would be the other side, the other way, right? Like mm-hmm. conservatives. That's are what the I ones, expected. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like conservatives mm-hmm. are the ones that want the guns and would hunt or go to like Africa and hunt down elephants and shit. Right. And we're all like disgusted by it. And like they would totally have something that they would hunt like humans or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so it was a weird thing like that. And maybe that's even like controversial too or whatever, you know, to say it, it should be the other way. And I would have been happy with it. But it's like mm-hmm. it just felt all weird. I don't know. Like I just had a really bad vibe from it. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it was controversial. Sure. It felt sometimes just controversial to be controversial. And sometimes it just mm-hmm. felt like you're stirring the pot in a really weird way that I'm not mm-hmm. down with. So it was OK. I liked her a lot. I liked some other people in it um, were surprising, you know, like Ike Barinholtz. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he was in it. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people just kind of showed up. Emma Roberts was in it for a little bit. And I was like, oh, that, I didn't know she was in it. That was really weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. I remember Mitch when he was on our podcast, um, or maybe we were on his. I don't know. It was like a, a weird uh, soup there where we were going back and right. forth on each other's shows. But um, he had mentioned that he watched this, and uh, because you had mentioned, I think, Scream 4. Oh, and yeah. And you yeah. said you don't like Emma Roberts, and he mentioned that, well, I think you should watch The Hunt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah, she had, like, a day on set, I bet. Yeah, but, right. Uh, yeah. And some of that was yeah, was cool and surprising. They they really mm-hmm. do some stuff in the beginning. You're like, oh, shit. Like, it's really just popping off, like, immediately. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, overall, like, I don't know. The way it all played out and, like, the reveals and stuff. Like, some of it was cool. Some mm-hmm. of it I was just like, oh, I don't really know about this. Um, yeah. I don't know if I could recommend this or who I would recommend it to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just for it being, like, a controversial movie. Like, you know, you'd watch it just for that. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, well, yeah, I'm curious it, what people think about it, I guess. It had its release delayed, I think, twice Something uh, like because that. of like gun violence in America, if you can yes. believe it. <laughs> Remember the yeah. good old days before coronavirus when uh, we just yeah. had people just randomly <laughs> shooting up places? Man, yep. that was fucked up. I'm sure we'll get back there at a certain point. But uh, damn, yeah, that was... The fact that it got like pushed back because of all of the, the gun violence in America and in the movie itself... Um, Especially like when uh, the dipshit in uh, in chief was uh, in office, but like mm-hmm. I don't know, it it was just like interesting to me because of like I guess the surrounding controversy. Like I thought the I enjoy, enjoyed the movie enough as is, just as like an experiment uh-huh. almost because it yeah it kind of flips the script on what you would expect. But um, and then like the the end of the movie where there's like. To me, there was, like, a surprise reveal of the actress. However, oh, if you yeah, look yeah. on, like, whatever streaming service, it, I, I guess HBO Max, if you look at it, it lists that actress in the credits. So it was like, oh, so did people know? Yeah, that was I a was surprise, surprised. though, yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, my God. That pantsuit she was wearing, though. She, oh, she was yeah. looking good. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was into it. But, um, <laughs> like, the uh, uh, Gilpin, what was her first name? Betty. Betty? Mm-hmm. Um, I thought her like the reveal of like how her character ended up there because she was like very like good at surviving in the movie, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, how does she get lumped into this? And then like they talk about like her identity, like getting like mixed up or something like that Mm -hmm. or whatever. I was just like, I don't really, they do all this research for all this shit. I know. Just like pick the wrong person. I was like, I don't know. I don't know about that. Yeah. Um, everything else uh, I was fine with. And I think it was a flawless movie. Um, <laughs> just one, little, one, little part, one little part. 
when I was uh, when you were talking about that, I was I was curious. I was like, I know it was delayed and stuff, and I was curious, like, what was shootings and what might have been COVID and stuff. And because mm-hmm. um, you said like it was delayed because of a shooting, it was delayed because two shootings. Uh, A day apart, August 3rd and August 4th of 2019. It was supposed to be released in September of 2019. So they were like in the middle of their ad campaign. And it was the Dayton and the El Paso mass shootings. So they they pulled it from release. They were going to release it in February or in March of 2020. And then um, because they started closing... Uh, three mm-hmm. days after the film's release on March 16th, they made it available like through VOD and stuff. So it just okay. had a bad rocky road as well to get there. So so it was delayed once because of mass shootings in America and then uh-huh. another time because of COVID. Yeah. Cool. Good luck. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I mean, like for the, yeah. the, the people who are like making the movie it's like okay well obviously we got to do the right thing there's a, a mass shooting here we got to give people some room to breathe because this is like an escapist joint so you know mm-hmm. we'll we'll do the, the the sensible thing we'll push this back six seven months and then um pff, honestly like what else could go wrong yeah it'll be fine by then yeah, yeah. oops yeah. <laughs> seven months later <laughs> yeah yeah, so but, I don't know. Yeah. I'm curious what people think, I guess. Uh, I'd forgotten about Mitch mentioning that. That's really funny, though, because mm-hmm. um, I'm, yeah, not a huge fan of Emma Roberts, except for uh, yeah. in We're the Millers. I like her in that, but... Uh, oh, yeah. Otherwise... It's like an outlier, though. Yeah, right. Yeah. Otherwise, mm-hmm. yeah, I just don't don't really get it, but um, but yeah, this was this was interesting, but um, I probably wouldn't watch it again, personally, you know? Yeah. So... Okay. Right well, on. Cool. Um... I guess it's my turn. Um, yes. Tell you what, I'll, I'll mention this. Um, so I read a a comic that was like horror Sweet. themed. Um, it's called Random Acts of Violence. Stephen, you've watched the Shutter movie, the adaptation, right? Dude, yeah, yeah. I so I haven't watched the movie it. yet, but mm-hmm. um, it is based on a, a comic by uh, Jimmy Palmiotti and Justin Gray. Artwork by Giancarlo Caracuso. Um, Colors by Paul Mount and lettering by Bill Tortolini. Um, so spaghetti. it's a, a yes, spaghetti. Uh, it's a fairly uh, short Ooh. comic. It's I think it's like seventy pages or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's what it says on Comicsology. I have the physical copy here. Um, I actually read it this morning, so it, oh it, man, I really like breeze through it. Um, but it's uh, I, I don't know how closely it follows or the uh, the movie mm-hmm. follows the the comic but I'd be um, curious, the general yeah. plot is uh, a couple of comic creators uh, have a comic book called Sl- uh, Slasher Man that they are launching uh, first issue comes out and it sells through the roof so they go on a little tour of the southwest and as they're on their tour there's a serial killer who has uh, dressed like the character from the the comics who um, goes through and like kills people mm-hmm. essentially like either following their tour or like arrives in town just before and um the the police get involved and uh, they're trying to figure out what's going on are these comic creators the ones who are going from town to town to you know portray these these events and help you know get word out there mm-hmm. um but uh yeah it was it was really good i really like uh, palmiotti and gray they've got a a company that they've established that makes comics called paper films and uh, there are these usually uh, just like in and out uh, it's like one story mm-hmm. and here you go they've worked on uh, comics through marvel and dc before as well but um 
I really like their independent stuff. I think it right holds on, up yeah. pretty well. Um, and I, uh, I really enjoyed this comic. Um, whenever you uh, come into town next, I'll, I'll let you borrow this so you can have a yeah. comparison. I think uh, I think you would enjoy it. Oh, I'm so um, curious. The, yeah. The, the one thing I noticed, uh, this comic came out in 2010. And there are some like scenes in it where I'm like, man, this is like... <laughs> Some I don't I don't think like some of the dialogue necessarily holds up um, mm-hmm. to today's standards um, even from a decade ago. Out, yeah, it was probably outdated yeah. back then as well, <laughs> to be honest. But yeah, um, I'm curious to see how they adapted this for the movie mm-hmm. because in the the comic on the tour it's just like the two guys um, and uh, one of them has a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like really three main characters. Um, there's a guy that like takes them on tour uh, through the Southwest as well. So he might be like a, a tertiary uh, character, but like, I know they're like, are there three or four main characters in the movie? Uh, basically four. Cause there's, there's so. the two guys and like one is like the creator of the comic and the other one does like the business stuff. Jay Baruchel is oh, like the, okay. the business guy of it. And then he like directed okay. the movie and stuff. And then, uh, Jordana Brewster is the comic creator's girlfriend and okay. then their like work assistant is driving them, so they all work. Oh, okay, they work with her and stuff. So it's like two girls, two guys, and um, but she's kind of like she's an assistant, so it's like she's a main character, but also kind of like okay, not part of the clique, you know? I guess a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'd be really curious. I didn't. I watched that last year. I didn't remember it being based on an actual comic though. That like really thrills mm-hmm. me. I'd really love to re- read that. So. Uh, yeah. yeah, definitely. When I come to town, I would like to, to get a copy of that. But uh, that's sure. actually one of them I was going to suggest that we do this this year uh, to review oh. that movie and stuff because uh, it's a really cool Shutter original that was one of my favorites last year. So that can be really yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah. Let's put that shit on the book. Sweet, man. sweet. Get and it? We, could, we could do it, <laughs> and we could do it with the book too, like a review of the yeah. the book and the movie and everything. Awesome. Yeah, Fuck yeah. yeah. That's really cool. Um, Man, I'm really excited. I'm like, I want to stop the show now. And can you just give it to me now? Can you just hold it up to your screen and I'll read it? It's <laughs> yeah. only 70 pages, Brent. It's fine. Let me let you know. me know when you're done with this page. I'll, I'll yeah. uh, move on to the next one. <laughs> Man, that's cool. Um, yeah, that that was one of the ones I was going to bring up actually a little just a little bit ago in our conversation because I was looking that up the other day, that movie. And I was like, yeah, that movie also is like really pretty fast and mm-hmm. um i looked it up and i was like oh yeah it's only like 89 minutes and i was like oh yeah it's yeah. like under half uh, an hour and a half and then i looked it up even more than that and it's not 89 minutes it's 81 minutes mm-hmm. and so it's even shorter and i was like even oh better. yeah fuck yeah mm-hmm. like just get in there so um yeah again it's it moves at a fast clip and it's uh it's pretty mm-hmm. rad so it does yeah and i think i like that more from horror than not like yeah, yeah. I feel if you've got like a, a good like horror story, it's going to be right around an hour and a half. Not always mm-hmm. the case. I really like um, Hereditary and Midsummer, and those movies yeah. um, like to bask in the sun for a little bit, yeah, you yeah. know, to really like chew, chew up some time. But it's part of the, um, yeah, the shtick for those. Yeah. The yeah. Dread. But as, as far as like slashers, I think moving quickly uh, works better for yeah, me, yeah. for my like personal taste or for whatever. Sure. But yeah. Move the, um, move the scenes along and I've, yeah. I've read this comic before i actually like oh, okay uh pulled it off my shelf to reread it for this episode but um yeah i i was i was really impressed I, it moves at a good clip there's some like text heavy pages but then mm-hmm. there are some pages that are just like uh dialogueless but uh yeah, it yeah. still moves the story forward so yeah is it I, pretty I really dug it is it pretty gory the book um it 
it is in places yeah, and yeah. i don't i again i've not seen the movie so i don't know like what's in there versus what's in the comic yeah, yeah. so because it's pretty uh, gross in the movie a lot of parts so is it yeah, oh, yeah. okay yeah and it's stuff that's like based on the comic book and then someone like does it in real life and it's like oh that's mm. pretty disgusting um yeah some of the stuff they show and everything so it, it's interesting now that i know it was based on that comic and stuff it's like oh cool yeah this would be a hard film to make and they did it and i really liked it mm-hmm. so um and it's got jesse williams as the comic creator he's um from mm-hmm. cabin of the woods it's got those piercing blue eyes Oof. yeah yeah i don't know why he's not like one of the biggest movie stars on the planet because oh, just gorgeous just from, like, man mm-hmm. an aesthetic like vantage point yeah yeah how is every woman on the planet? How am I not like <laughs> constantly like weeping in the corner that my wife has a crush on this this fella? Right. She, he was on Grey's Anatomy. Oh and she yeah. watched that, you know. Yeah, for sure. I don't get it. Yeah. Don't, somebody give this handsome man a break. Yeah. Get him yeah. out there in the world. Look, Look I'm looking at pictures I'm of him right now. If Oof. if we could reduce our love for Idris Elba mm-hmm. by like I don't, just spend like maybe twelve hours a day thinking about him and the rest of the the waking hours. Yes. On Jesse, Jesse, Jesse Williams. Is that what it yep, is? Jesse See, Williams. I'm, I'm part of the problem. Uh-huh. This is me. This is something <laughs> I have to work on. You know, you get yourself a Jesse Williams in one hand and an Idris Elba in the other. And you put those together, though. That's two yep. dudes I'd like to watch make out. That's not going to lie. What? That'd be a thunderclap. I'd be willing to, yeah. to listen to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Did you see that thing going around? There's a clip like from like the mid 90s, late 90s of uh, Idris Elba at like a movie theater being interviewed about like Goldeneye coming out. No, and, huh. Yeah, it's so weird. It's like he's just like a moviegoer and he's like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's all okay. right. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now it's like people want him to be Bond. And it's like, that's a fucking twist. Like just wow. like 20, 25 years later. Yeah, Holy you should look shit. it up. It's really funny. It's like, that's I don't know where rad, someone found man. it. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Damn. Right on. Well, cool, man. Um, I was going to ask you, too, and we will talk about it after the show, uh, planning from stuff. I was wondering if you had some more horror comics to read because I really liked some of the stuff we've done in the past, you know? I I do. Uh, In Comicsology, I'm in the middle of one called Whispers uh, Mm -hmm. by one of the Luna brothers. And then I've got another one on deck after that. Um, And then uh, we've talked about Hack Slash briefly. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. They've got, like, the first two volumes of that omnibus uh on comiXology unlimited so mm-hmm. there's like a lot of like horror comic stuff that i'm i'm looking forward to reading yeah right um, i was just trying to find the time to uh to get through them and uh, and do that but yeah when does that um adaptation of was it spiral the spiral thing that that they were making like an anime or four or whatever uh, uzumaki yeah, um, yeah is it is it supposed to come out next year or is it 2023 oh maybe it's like a little farther away yeah i'm looking yeah, it up think, right now i think whenever they listed that uh, or they, they put out that like teaser mm-hmm. of the the well it was just a teaser god damn it uh, <laughs> whenever they put that out uh it came with a message from the creator and he was like look i'm sorry this is taking so long or the not um not the creator of the comic but like the the guy who's like putting the movie together uh-huh. he's, he was apologetic about it taking so long but he's like look i'm gonna show you what we're doing and yeah. hopefully you can understand like why it's taking so long and it and they've been working on this during COVID as well so i'm sure it's like coordination issue and all that shit but uh yeah yeah it seems like it's taking quite some time uh one of the for things you to find the article <laughs> <laughs> one of the things i'm looking at says uh, october of 2022 22 so yeah, okay so be another year but uh that's okay i mean that's that's next year so yeah right on that, I, I think that'd be a good oh, time but man yeah, holy shit be fun for next year incredible 
Yeah, it looks it, so it, fucking dark. Ugh, it really does look it. like the comic come to life. I know yeah. people say that about certain things, but this is like very much Pretty in there. that Junji Ito style and having it move around. Um, and man, it just looks yeah good. Isn't black and white as well? Which I'm 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 really happy with. Yeah, it feels like you kind of have to uh, kind of I don't know just to go along with the book and stuff. Like it just looks mm-hmm. like it's gonna be fucking rad. Yeah, uh, and it's so dark. Mm-hmm. Um, that story, like all his stuff, is just so fucked up, creepy, and mm-hmm. uh, really just spirals into your brain. Mm-hmm. I know. I, I I thought they kind of missed the mark with that Chris Rock adaptation, but uh-huh. you know, I know it is what it is. Yeah, it wasn't what I expected, you know, from the book. Mm-hmm. I just didn't hear Chris Rock's voice, you know, yeah. when I read yeah. it. So, but that's from okay. From the book of Saw, uh, bitch, I didn't see it. <laughs> I didn't saw that movie. I synced it. I synced it. <laughs> uh, what else do you got? What's your What's next on deck for you? All right. So another controversial movie, but more in the fact of what people will you know think about it. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a movie that came out recently again on um, HBO Max. Um, that I, I didn't know anything about. I just knew that it was supposed to be kind of weird and the third act really goes off the walls bonker, mm. uh, bonkers. And, uh, so I watched Malignant. Oh my God. I almost yeah. threw that on the other night, but I was like, I feel like I've heard <laughs> about this movie, but yeah. not necessarily great things. Yeah. Very, so very curious. That's kind of how I've heard it too. I've heard some people, some of the people that I respect on Twitter, like film critics or, or people in that industry or whatever, been like, you know, if if you get it, you get it or whatever. And uh, our friend Mitch, again, um, has been on Twitter a couple times about like people that don't like it or, you know, whatever, you know, like they, they should they should like it more or like you just don't understand mm-hmm. or like, I don't know. Um, I I'm kind of in the middle. I've watched it two or one and a half times now um, because I watched it really, really late and maybe a little drunk. And uh, okay. I watched like half of it. And then the next morning I was, or the, no, two days later I tried to finish it and I was like, I don't, I don't remember this a whole lot. So I went ahead and just started all over again. Yeah. Um, when I was, when I was drunk or a night watching it, um, I was really, really into how it opened. Um, it's a James Wan movie and oh, okay. um, his stuff kind of is hit or miss for me. So um, this one is no wait. You loved Aquaman. Oh, well, I was gonna say I forget which what all movies he has done, and I'm like, oh yeah, he's done that. Mm-hmm. Um, like he did, he did Saw. Uh, go like just jumping off of those movies. So mm-hmm. um, he did some of those movies. I guess he's been part of like executive producer or story a lot of those. Um, like he did Death Sentence with Kevin Bacon that I tried to watch recently, which is just kind of okay. Mm-hmm. Um, like a father revenge movie because his son was murdered by gangbangers and stuff um, did you think that that death sentence seemed a little bit long uh, like overly long hello there i there am you go. sorry my allergies are killing me and i had to sniff off the mic there mm-hmm. um yeah i was doing cocaine anyway um, we all know <laughs> yeah it was a little long but he has a lot mm-hmm. of commas in that movie so oh, okay i appreciate it was it was less like a death sentence and more like a death paragraph. You, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But okay. the paragraph was a little long winded. Oh, okay. much like this show. So a lot of ellipses and everything. Yes. Which I do mm-hmm. like a good ellipses, too. I don't want to get into punctuation yeah. talk. Not right now. But I do like a good semicolon, too. Oh, my God. Right. If it hits, it hits. Semicolon you know right now. Just thinking about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you should probably get that checked out. 
Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'll make an appointment. Um, so, yeah, he did like The Conjuring, right? One of my very favorite horror films of the last decade. And uh, but then he did Insidious and I'm, I'm still not really sold in the Insidious series. You know, Ooh, uh, they just did a, uh, a talk on the Insidious movies on the Terror Table oh, episode two fifteen slash two seventeen. Mitch, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> um, man, that's like we're we're catching up to them. He mm-hmm. took time off to do something cool with that short film, and uh, mm-hmm. sucker, yep. we're gonna pass you, or maybe not. I don't know. It depends on the number. Who knows? Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. So it's like I feel like if I love The Conjuring and I'm not really sold on Insidious, Malignant is right in the middle for me. I really like some parts. Some of it was just so fucking crazy. Um, James Wan does a lot of interesting visuals and stuff. There was one in particular in this movie that's like this overhead shot and a house. And the way it's all shot, it was just very cool. Like they go through mm-hmm. like room by room and it's kind of like, how do they do that? You know, they just put the camera and, uh, on a Roomba. Oh, that makes sense. What I understand. It's yeah. pretty easy yeah. then. Yeah. Anybody you clean the it. set and then also <laughs> you just move <laughs> the camera two, around. A twofer. Yeah, it's uh, different. But like, do you remember that scene in Aquaman where like uh, they attack and his, I think it's his, his mom is like fighting in like the living room and like the camera kind of like it's like up above and it kind of goes between the different rooms it kind of follows around it looks like almost like a drone shot but where they mm, couldn't have yeah. done a drone shot in that little house or whatever so it's like yeah, they do it in malignant it's like oh it's just a kind of a like cool filmmaking he has some interesting ideas mm. some of them work for me some of them don't um but yeah i i can't really say a whole lot about this movie i don't even know i don't think i watched a trailer for it so i'm not even sure what would be spoiled or not it. um but they it's it's kind of like this woman is this woman is being abused by her husband and then some something kills him and she's kind of being investigated and there's like all this like misdirection you don't really know like what what is going on who this this Mm -hmm. killer is or whatever and all this stuff and then by the third act when it finally reveals stuff and like gets into it um it's so bonkers that i i couldn't just help but like smile watching it okay and so i i would recommend watching this um it's so weird and because it's so controversial with people like differing opinions and stuff i find that this conversation is kind of fascinating like i would love to hear what mitch's Mm -hmm. thoughts about it uh long form like i should listen to uh a podcast if they've done one on that one you know um but uh but yeah it was cool it's uh it's still streaming on hbo max right now and uh, I can't say a lot about it because I don't want to spoil anything and I don't know what I would be okay. spoiling. But um, it definitely when it goes there, it goes there. And if you have fun with it, then it's like pretty cool. It's not my favorite movie, especially of his. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not as it's, it's not the quality I liked from The Conjuring. The Conjuring just felt like a 70s movie transported to now. Like it just yeah. oh, so fucking good to me. And then. Um, but yeah, it still hit a lot of it still scratched a lot of the itches I had. It still hit some of those marks that I was looking for. Mm-hmm. And uh, overall, at the end of the day, I was like, yeah, I think I, I think I had fun with it, you know, so. Okay. Um, I really like the poster for it. Oh, like yeah, the poster's rad. It looks so cool, like, yeah. with the, the, the eye turning into a spike going toward the, uh, the yes. lead character's eye there. It's so simple. Um, I know, right? It's so just, cool. like, red on black. Yeah. It's, it's pretty rad. Um, and that's why I almost watched it, but I was like, uh, I better hold off mm-hmm. uh, until I hear otherwise. So, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I, I'll definitely give this a, a shot. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it might be interesting, so I would uh, check that right out. Right on, right on. Um, okay. Uh, okay. Ooh, al- almost two hours. Almost two hours. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. What is it? A little bit longer, maybe. What is this movie? Hour show? <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> um, Two hours show. What, else? Mm. what else? What else? Oh, tell you what. Let's go back to Shutterville 
uh, for, uh, for a few. So I watched this movie that came out in 2020 called Hunted. Hunted mm-hmm. is the name of this movie. Um, it seems like it's a, a play on Red Riding Hood mm-hmm. in a way. Um, this uh, French lady is working in America, Canada, someplace in Europe. I don't know. There are accents all you over this geography. place. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people have like an English accent, sometimes an Irish accent, sometimes... Again, French, sometimes American. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. Anyway, this lady, she's like, uh, works for this contracting business. She's out at this job site. She's a, a foreigner in whatever country she's in because people ask her about it. And um, anyway, she's like alone and she wants to like go get a drink. She goes to this bar. Um, this uh, guy comes up to her and starts like hitting on her and she's like no I'm not into it and then he's being like real aggressive so this other guy steps in and tells him to back off and whatever he, he does so then she starts partying with this this guy a little bit and they're going to go back to his place um, except when they get in the car uh, stuff starts to go wrong mm-hmm. and really like the story is basically uh, this lady being hunted through the woods by an assailant or two spoilers no oh. not really i mean like you just read you just read about the movie oh, okay it's, it's just like right there. It, it like says it mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. says i can't be judged or blamed for it yeah yeah, yeah. um this it's like in words <laughs> it's in words <laughs> it's in words um but, not my fault uh, not my fault I, yeah. uh, no liability here uh but yeah like uh it it was about an hour and a half long mm-hmm. as well so a real quick movie right. um it didn't need to be longer uh I, I felt like it was like the the perfect length uh about you three love inches. Good length. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah moves at a, a, a again a good pace uh that's very important to me uh for everything like if i could get a horror movie uh about the length of an episode of i think you should leave oh uh, yeah robinson netflix show that'd be perfect for me uh In 15 and minutes what the fuck yeah must be a long episode um <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i, I thought it, uh, it it uh it was good it was that's about all the words i i got for this um it's it was it was fun she wears red it's like red riding hood one of those <laughs> things and it happens in the woods that's cool i had seen it mm-hmm. on shutter um i had said something about like a red riding hood parable or whatever so mm-hmm. um i hadn't heard much about it though and uh so yeah i'm, I'm kind of curious to check that one out um mm-hmm. is it did you say was it a shutter original or is it just on there i i think so i think it like premiered at some film festival and then shutter picked it up so gotcha. i don't know if maybe it's just an an exclusive at that point mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's cool though um yeah it's one i wanted to check out as well a good double feature with the hunt or, or too close in title um no i think you can make that happen the hunt hunted the hunt and then hunted yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, cool yeah i'll yeah. check that one out then mm-hmm. um well keeping up with with shutter and also you had mentioned about documentaries you were trying to check out on there uh i also yeah. finished this morning um in search of darkness a journey into iconic 80s horror on that and it's also like a four hour plus documentary um i had seen the poster for this because it's like a little kid in front of a tv like from the 80s you know he's like sitting real close on the floor um and it just like everything about it was very 80s looking i I like the design of it and the the lettering and stuff that they had for like the title um have you heard of this at all though it's it's there's a sequel to it as well now um i haven't seen yet but uh in search of darkness do you remember coming across that on shutter at all is this the one that came out in 2019 yes i think so is that that what it is okay yeah i see i see here uh a journey into iconic 80s okay there we go um i i don't 
recall. I think okay. I've, I'm, I'm trying to confuse this with the, uh, the Eli Roth, oh, um, was that like series masters of horror or something? Um, something, 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 something like that. Yeah. I mm-hmm. like that. I've seen a few episodes of that show too. I like that one. Um, the Eli Roth one and they have new episodes now too. I need to check out. I'm glad you mentioned oh, that because yeah. I'd kind of forgotten about it. Um, but yeah, this is, uh, it's pretty cool. It's basically, uh, an eighties horror movie documentary and they go year by year. So they start in 1980 and that's the year that, um, like Friday the 13th came out and then they go kind of throughout the decade and they'll have little moments in between the years too, where they'll, they'll highlight like the rise of the final girl and like what that means. Okay. Oh, cool. They interview tons of people, like filmmakers that are behind the scenes of these movies. Like John Carpenter's on there. Joe Dante, who did Gremlins, is on there. Um, There's a lot of people on there, uh, different filmmakers and stuff. Mick Garris. um, Mm -hmm. So that's cool. Like, you get some insight of their movies. Um, You also sometimes get to hear them talk about other movies, especially like Joe Dante and Mick Garris. They talk about, like, other things that they liked, and, and they have opinions, obviously, about their friends that were filmmakers or other movies that came out. And, um... Like uh, Joe Dante did The Howling, um, which I've I've mentioned on a few times on the show. Um, it's like a werewolf movie from 1981. It came out the same time that uh, American Werewolf in London came out. And they both have oh. pretty different but iconic werewolf transformation scenes. And they're mm-hmm. both really, really cool and dark and gross. And um, mm-hmm. so he talks about like his movie coming out. That was like one of like four or five werewolf movies that came out that year. Oh, and... man, it was the year of the dang old wolf. <laughs> <laughs> The Dango Wolf. Oh, man. Um, the Dango Wolf is native to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Not to co- be confused with the Dingo Wolf. Yeah, different totally animal different. altogether. Yeah. Man, uh, hide the babies. <laughs> and then they interview some other people, too. Like, uh, I guess just like film critics. Either they have like YouTube shows or podcasts or whatever. I read A lot of them I didn't mm-hmm. know, but they were really interesting. Um, there's a horror like clothing company I like called Fright Rags. And mm-hmm. the owner of that, like the creator of that stuff was one of the guys and he's just a huge 80s horror fan. And, and I really I was like, oh, I never knew who created that. I like that company, but um, he was really cool. And I liked his opinions on stuff. Um, so it was really neat. Um, some of the parts were I don't know, like I almost I, for this one, I, I wish it were more like episode by episode instead of like one giant documentary that they go throughout the years. They'll have mm-hmm. kind of like a wall of posters and then they zoom in on one and everything else gets like they put like a filter to make them blurry. And it's like, oh, okay. we're going to talk about 1981. Here's all of the horror movies that came out. And you kind of zoom in by one by one. But then you might only get like, you know, upwards of like 10 of them, maybe sometimes just like a few, like five. Yeah. And I'm like, there's so many more I want to hear about that came out that year. I almost wish they were like mm-hmm. hour long episodes for the whole decade. Oh, and yeah, I, so I was like, like just focus. give me more, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, it was really cool. It's another one that's like easy to just to kind of throw on and off and watch in little chunks. Like, especially you can just start each year, like anytime a new year would pop up. It'd be like, all right, cool. I'm going to go do something different for a little while. I'll come back and watch the 1985 one and move on. And uh, it was cool. Like there were movies in there that I didn't know about or I hadn't heard much about. And to hear some of the filmmakers talk about them was neat. Um, there was one guy in particular, though. I don't know if you've ever heard of this YouTube channel. I don't know why necessarily you would. But um, there's a YouTube channel called Dead Meat. Um, and this oh, okay. guy named James Janice is on there. Mm-hmm. And Dead Meat has like 5 million subscribers. I guess it's like a really huge channel. Um, mm-hmm. They're famous for doing kill count videos where they'll like, oh, you know, yeah. go through each movie and like show all the different people that died. And uh that's okay. I don't really watch those types of things mm-hmm. ever. Um, but this guy in particular was so fucking annoying to me every time he <laughs> popped up. Um, cause basically, you know, you're, you're interviewing these like 
classic awesome filmmakers like uh, John Carpenter, and he's just like sitting there like in a chair in his living room, just like telling stories about the movies he made, like Halloween Two and blah blah blah. And, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, that's really cool. Then you'll he- hear this other film critic and. She'll be like, you know, this was really iconic because this was like the first final girl. And like she'll go into like the depths of that. And then James Janis gets on there and he'll be like, now, Freddie jumps in here and uh, people didn't know a lot about Freddie, you know, at the time. Like everything he does, he sounded like he's making a YouTube video like he he was Mm. always like on and everything was like really crisp. And like his lines were like written and I'm like, you're not on your YouTube show right now. You're being interviewed about a movie like you don't need to set this Mm -hmm. up like Mm -hmm. everything was like a voice, you know. Um, and so he kind God, of annoyed has to be me. annoying. It, I bet people hate that. You know, <laughs> when I started the show today and I did our like, we're doing it. I was like, this is what he sounds like. But just being interviewed. Yeah. Right. Like uh-huh. and it would really annoy me if I did that just talking about something, you know, and I was like trying mm-hmm. to do my shtick, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, I don't know if he's I, I don't know that channel. I don't know if he's like if I would like him under that channel it would probably be different. But every time he popped up, I'd be like, God damn it. This guy's on here again. Uh, but everything else I really liked. Um, yeah. And it was really well done. And I liked the, the, uh, all the other people that I hadn't known before that they interviewed. I really liked, too. So uh, I would definitely check it out. And uh, like I said, there okay. was a sequel. I was hoping it was going to go into the 90s. But uh, apparently, I think it does just go more into the 80s. So maybe it is what I'm looking mm. for. They just have more info uh, about more movies or more behind the scenes stuff about the movies we already knew about. I don't know. But uh, yeah, in Search is, of Darkness, I would, I would definitely check that out. It's uh, on Shutter. Is the sequel called in search of darkness also I, yeah i think it's in search of darkness 2 oh okay have you seen that uh, one no i'm not trying seeing to look it on it. Uh, the just watch app anywhere here um i'll have to hmm. look it up i i haven't seen okay. it so i just saw it pop up last night um but it, it oh wait there we go in search of darkness part two <laughs> <laughs> okay part yeah. two yeah that'll throw you off there we go yeah so Found it says it. uh building on the other super dock um, this one dives deeper into the fabled practical effects decade of iconic and eclectic 80s horror movies that changed the course of film history. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that one, too. I don't know. It's like 253 minutes, so it's definitely long as well. Uh, mm-hmm. But like I said, it's you can kind of make your own, you know, episodes um, as you're going along with it and everything. So mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. 253 minutes. Pff, we can beat that. We can beat that yeah. today. Here we go. Let's go. um i also watched another thing on shutter um i should mention like when i watched the hunted uh my wife my wife and i started it uh we made it about 30 minutes and she was like uh i'm out oh yeah right on i'm I'm not enjoying this at all uh but i made the commitment because i started it and i need stuff to talk about on this episode (laughs) um we did the same thing with a different movie called scare me um Mm. also a shutter Mm -hmm. movie i think it might be an original as well um but this came out in 2020. It's a, uh, again, a very small cast. Um, I think there's like four people in this movie yeah. as well. So a Ninja Turtles worth of characters. Um, this movie is more like a comedy um, because that's what I gravitate toward mm-hmm. uh, in, in horror, especially. And I thought, well, this seems like it might be okay. Um, it's a, a movie about, uh, I think the, the lead actor is also the writer director. His name is Jeff Rubin, mm-hmm. I think is who it is. Oh, Josh Rubin. I'm on that yeah, that's what I said. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Josh Rubin, exactly what I. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. got it. Um, so uh, Justin Rubin, he <laughs> is a writer. He uh, a, a, a um, struggling writer, 
I suppose, and he rents a cabin to like go out and be secluded and just uh, hole up in there and start writing his great work of fiction. Mm-hmm. And he's got this story idea about uh, werewolves. And oh, yeah. He, uh, he like gets there one evening, and it's just like a snow-covered... Um, like planes or whatever like they're, mm. they're they're like way out in the the woods somewhere um and there's like a, been a big snow that comes through um so it's like not only is it like far off secluded but there's just like not anything to do so best place for him to to go to try to uh, uh get some peace mm-hmm. to be able to do his work uh one morning he goes out for a run and he comes across this uh this other person and she's also a writer but she's like actually had stuff published she had a a big book release that came out like just before and uh she's like a big deal and so uh they live in cabins like or they're staying in cabins Mm -hmm. not far from each other uh, and she's there to do the same thing to uh, to work on her novel she um, eventually goes to visit him in his cabin because there's like a power outage and she needed some place to like hole up just for warmth because her like just have anything to make a fire or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're they're together. It doesn't fucking matter. Don't <laughs> dwell on it. Do not dwell on that fact. It doesn't come into play further than that. It's just like something that's part of the story. So just like move on with it. Don't worry about it. It's just going to be like it, it, it's not even a big deal. Don't even worry about it. They're just there together. It doesn't matter why. They're just like, they show up together. It's fine. So whatever the case. Anyway, so they're together because like her, I don't, I don't know if there's a generator situation. I don't know. I don't know why we're dwelling on this so much. So they're in his cabin and they're, they're both writers, quote unquote. Uh Uh, The, the female writer does bust his balls about like, you know, various tropes that he's trying to use that are mm. just like fucked out or whatever yeah, yeah but they uh like the name of the movie uh scare me they tell each other stories to scare each other so it's them essentially acting out these stories they're making up to freak each other out or whatever um so that's like the general premise of it and i thought this movie was a little a little bit longer than it needed to be it did not move necessarily at a good pace but um mm-hmm. i still enjoyed it for the most part it was uh it was comedic in like parts but yeah like in general i don't think the amount of story or the lack thereof uh really warranted the runtime of the movie mm-hmm. it seemed like it was just it, i had to watch this movie in like several like viewings just yeah. to like get through it because it doesn't I don't know. It doesn't really go anywhere. It kind of meanders a bit. And uh, again, I'm trying to figure out why she went to his cabin. Um, <laughs> it's just so important. But don't it worry about early it. early in the movie. And I'm just like, why does it? Because it was snow? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember what the situation is. But um, yeah, I, I thought it was like, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I did see that he also did Werewolves yes. Within. I was going to mention which that. I was like, yeah. oh man, I've heard nothing but good things about that. So maybe this was... Maybe this movie was just like, hey, I've got this idea for a thing we can do. Small budget, small cast, like mm-hmm. during COVID times or whatever. And anytime I see a movie with, with like very few people in it, I'm like, I bet this happened during COVID. <laughs> and it's like, this movie came out in 1984. <laughs> well, yeah, because it was a precursor. Pre-co- Some, Pre-COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pre-COVID, precursor. Maybe it was coming. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I hadn't heard a ton of things about Scare Me. I'd heard some good things from people that I, I know and trust on Twitter, but also I it didn't look that appealing to me. Like yeah. when I watched the trailer and stuff, I was like, I don't know that this is like a quality that I'm going to like or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'd heard nothing but good things, like you said, about Werewolves Within. I had to look yeah. at that guy because I was like, I know he made another movie 
that people liked, but I don't remember what it was. And uh, that trailer looks great. I think that movie looks really fun. And so I'm intrigued by that one. And that makes me intrigued for Scare Me. But mm-hmm. um, I haven't given it a shot yet. So m- maybe yeah. maybe I'll put it on one day knowing kind of what you said about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but so far, I just hasn't like there's so many other things to watch that I just haven't thrown it on yet. So, yeah, uh, the uh, the the lead writer or the uh, the female writer in the movie is played by Aya Cash, mm-hmm. which is a, a character. in I believe season two of the boys. I've not seen the show but I was like, oh, man, she looks familiar. Right on. But she plays a character called Homefront, I believe. Oh, yeah, I remember her in the show. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And I think the acting in the movie was really good. Um, Chris Redd from SNL shows up later in the movie as mm-hmm. well. I like him a lot. Um, so I, I don't think there was any issues with the the acting. Um, and the general premise of it is, like, pretty good. Uh, they The way they incorporate, like, surreal stuff into them telling stories mm-hmm. um it's kind of neat but yeah overall i think it i don't i think you could have like told the story in like 45 minutes or whatever right first yeah. 30 minutes trying to figure out how she winds up <laughs> in his cabin but the remaining 15 is just like here's a quick scary story or whatever you know you know what's great is if i watched it and i thought this whole time that was just a bit that you were doing and it's like it, it's a huge plot point <laughs> yeah. and you're like no i was being 100 percent serious <laughs> i don't get it what happened i frustrated this whole thing i don't understand is the witch there i don't get yeah. i don't know is it the witch or the vavitch i don't, I don't understand. know what's going on what's happening man yeah, yeah it's it's one that i might check out eventually i'll i'll, I'll let you know if i watch it mm-hmm. um uh but yeah so far it just hasn't really you know done yeah. much for me so not bad, just longer than it needs to be, you yeah. know, like four inches or so. <laughs> I feel like this is our new rating system. Mm-hmm. How many yeah. inches is this movie? Yeah. <laughs> Ladies, uh, please don't answer. <laughs> she said it was fine. Yeah. Um, um, so I, I briefly want to talk about um, one book that I did read that wasn't uh, super horror, but it is about like a serial killer. Um, and it's called, uh, so I've been reading these other books I've been mentioning, you know, um, there was that, uh, author I liked named Sager something and, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Riley Sager. Yeah. And I liked his books. Um, I want to get back into some of those. He is, he's like four or five. I've read two of them now and I liked both of those, but, Mm -hmm. um, Amanda, my wife had also picked up another book, another kind of thriller while she got those books. Um, it's a different author. So this one's called before she knew him by Peter Swanson. And essentially the premise of this is a woman who has bipolar disorder um, and had previously in college thought that a friend, uh, uh, another person in her dorm was trying to kill her and had like a mental break. She's now like, it's like 10 years later, she's an artist, she's an adult, and she thinks that her neighbor is a serial killer. And it's kind of like portrayed, at least from the book jacket, like, you know, is she seeing stuff that's not really there is he really a serial killer is she doing it again is she having another mental break or is it is just nobody believing her because she did that before and he actually is one or whatever so Mm -hmm. um this isn't like a major spoiler i don't think uh from reading this book but um chapter one is her meeting that guy she sees something in his house in his like trophy room that she thinks is from like a murder that she had heard about like someone had taken something from someone she thinks she finds this like trophy Mm -hmm. and the second chapter is from the dude's point of view, and he's like, I'm definitely a murderer. I killed this guy. And I was like, oh, oh hold up. So it's not like a mystery mm-hmm. at all. He's definitely a serial killer. She definitely thinks this of him, whatever. It starts off so fast that way that mm-hmm. I was really thrown initially from that, right? So that was really yeah. weird. But um, this book ends with such 
a twist that I hate to my core. Okay. That I wanted to throw this book in the trash. Oh, it was wow. so bad. Uh-huh. Um, they do a lot of cool twists. It's kind of this cat and mouse game where she is trying to get this guy like she's like trying to tell people that like, she suspects all the stuff. She's trying to do her own research because her, her own research. She's trying mm-hmm. to, um, you know, do her own like investigation or whatever. And then it does have some cool parts. And then like knowing his psyche and like he it, you get into his head for a little bit and stuff and he kind of plays with her about it. Um, it's like, oh, that's really cool. They have some cool ideas. The whole idea of like her being a, uh, you know, a, a bipolar person and not knowing if, if she can trust herself and if we can trust her and all the stuff. Mm-hmm. That's all good and well. I like that stuff a lot. But then it uh, it ends um, and it has this twist and the twist for the twist to work. Everybody we've met in the book would have had to have been lying all the time. Oh, okay. like it, it's so intricate that it's like the way that they're talking about people would have been a different way like it's basically like they just didn't tell us things and if you just withhold things whenever you're reading a book and you're in somebody's brain you're in their mind and you're getting their thoughts portrayed on the page if you lie to them it's not a good twist it's just that you withheld information or lied to people and so if you if you do so much misdirection on purpose that the audience gets fooled it doesn't feel good it feels like you're you're like haha look at this twist i did and it's like mm-hmm. that's not a twist i could never have seen that coming because nothing in the book that makes any sense uh and i don't want to spoil it all so mm-hmm. uh maybe off air i'll tell you like what it all is or whatever but okay. um yeah so he has another book called the kind worth killing that i am kind of intrigued to read i heard really mm-hmm. good things about that book and everybody that even liked this book or didn't like this book they were like oh that book's great so i'm kind of wanting to read more of his stuff uh, i liked it up until the end like his writing i thought was you know good enough um and it was entertaining and stuff but then the twist was just like man you just shamamalan to the shamamalan <laughs> and you didn't need to yeah. and it's like just it's too over the top or whatever so i might give his other book another shot but uh before she knew him not really my favorite but really okay yeah interesting not that you'd probably go out and read it either way but avoid mm-hmm. it brent avoid it okay. like the plague uh done and done yeah don't worry about it <laughs> easy easiest <laughs> advice i've ever accepted and taken excellent yeah right. um okay so i've got like one final thing to discuss cool um uh, kind of a big one do you have anything else that you want to mention i got one one double feature i did yeah okay mm-hmm. uh hold on just one second hold hold please um, um, let's see. I cannot even imagine that you knew any of those words. That's amazing. Oh my god, I used to sing that in my vocal music class. Kokomo? I, Fuck yeah. What? I fucking mm-hmm. love Kokomo, man. Kokomo is pretty rad. It gotta I, give it to him. Wow. Oh, this yeah. mm-hmm. shocks me. I was no. obsessed with the uh, cassette tape of Kokomo in like 1990, 1991. Mm-hmm. And I listened to it on vacation over and over again, much to the uh, detriment of my family, because I wanted to know every word. Yeah, I, exactly. It's such a groovy song. I still love it to this day. <laughs> what are these places? Where yeah. are they? And can we go there? It sounds great. Yeah. I'm Your still not even like, sure. Oh, they're all made up. They're all, yeah, it's that's like Wakanda. A, it's all made up. So I'm like, I know Aruba, but is Kokomo a real place? It's a real mm-hmm. place, right? Yeah. It sounds like an ingredient of some sort. Oh, yeah. Kokomo. Yeah, Got to get some Kokomo. Uh, you had mentioned you had one other thing that you wanted to, I think that's where we left off is, uh, you mentioned that you had some, something else that you were going yeah. to. Yeah. Did you, uh, finish your stuff? 
Whatever. Uh, yeah. You had okay. What was your last I thing? Think, uh, actually, your your thing was uh, the book, uh, but I said I had one more thing, but it's a uh, it's a a larger um, horror item that I know you've seen, so oh. I thought you might want to discuss it as well. Oh, so are you going to hold off on it? Uh, I was going to save it for for the end. Oh, I get you. I get you. I get you. Because mine's yeah, yeah. mine's not that big of a deal, so that's cool. That's cool. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Totally great. We're on the same page. Yep. Mm-hmm. Professional podcast host, right? We here. have done it. <laughs> well, um, yeah, so I just want to mention that last, uh, yeah, last two days, I guess, um, we did like a double feature and uh, we ended up doing a Devon Sawa del- double feature. Um, oh my God. Yeah. Can I guess. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, so this, mm-hmm. this, is, this is my guess for the double feature. Okay. Oh my god, now there's a third movie in my brain. Fuck. Okay, I'm gonna mm. I'm gonna stick with the OG. Okay. I'm gonna go Final Destination and Idle Hands. Boom! You Fuck got yeah. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. got it. The, the the third one, in case people were wondering, uh-huh. was Casper. Casper. We all know it. We I thought about it. doing a triple feature in that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We might do that. But soon. then that's gonna snowball into like a Christina Ricci at least triple mm-hmm. feature, you know. Uh, with the two Adams family movies. Oh yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. You can keep going. It's like a Kevin Six degrees mm-hmm. of Kevin Bacon type of thing. Yeah. And then, of course, if you want to make it a quadruple Ricci, Black Snake <laughs> Moan, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. I like that. Um, and then maybe uh, she was also in Cursed Werewolf movie, which I watched a few months ago, but it oh wasn't my God, it's the not great. never end. Yeah. The werewolves are out in force, son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We did the Final Destination and then Idle Hands. That's a good call on Brent. Um, yeah, they're just really fun. I just want to mention them because uh, we did kind of an impromptu Devin saw with double feature. Uh, Final Destination was on HBO Max. So we put that on. And uh, I got to say, I still fucking love that movie. Both of these movies have like a below 40 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like mm-hmm. they're not liked at all by the critics. But um, I still like both of them. I thought they uh, idle hands for the most part holds up. Mm-hmm. It's more like nostalgia for me. I don't, I'm not even sure if I showed it to someone brand new if I would still like it as much. But uh, mm-hmm. it was one of the first movies that I liked of, like, stoner culture. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I like his friends joking. Like, they have so many bongs around and stuff, and they joke about that a lot or whatever. Like, I, Seth Green and um, I can't remember the, the other dude's name in real life, um, but I like him a lot. Um, he was one of the Mighty Ducks, the enforcers. But um, Oh, uh, Edwin Henson? Is that what Yeah, that is? sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Um, he's... Uh, He's also wow. in the Daredevil. It was actually show, right? it was actually Gene Roddenberry, oh, wow. the creator of Star Trek. Wow, it's way off. Wow, damn. Uh, but Seth Green in particular too. I just love, fucking love that dude so much, and uh, and he's really funny in this movie. So that was a, a lot of fun. Eldon Eldon Henson. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love mm-hmm. that dude. Um, and uh, yeah, so we watched Final Destination. It came out in two thousand. So it's 21 years old this year, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Wow, okay. um, old enough to drink, man. Uh, hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. Um, but it was really fun. And then afterwards, I was like, man, I want to watch more horror movies and stuff. And uh, I suggested Idle Hands. And we were like, yeah, let's fucking keep it going. So um, it was fun to do that as, you know, kind of a, you know, impromptu thing. So I, I, still, um, I still would check out Final Destination. I'm not a big fan of the rest of that series. Um, but I like that first one a whole lot. Yeah. Um. So I had mentioned earlier in this episode that I struggled to find the uh, the gif with Jim Gary coming out of a rhino's ass mm-hmm. from Ace Ventura to uh, When Nature Calls, I believe. Yeah, that's the that's right. For. Uh, however, I was uh, <clears throat> very successful in finding uh, <laughs> gifs of Jessica Alba 
from the movie Idle Hands when she's in her like not quite a bikini, mm-hmm. but it's like I don't know what it is that little like angel lingerie. She's basically a lingerie angel, yeah. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. like a Victoria's Secret angel going to the school mm-hmm. dance. Um, yeah. yeah, we talked about her. She uh, she can get it mm-hmm. for show. Mm-hmm. Um, and I looked up a lot of stuff about her last night. Um, mm-hmm. She was arrested in Oklahoma a few years ago filming a movie there. Do you remember that? Hell yeah. What? She was here? <laughs> what did she do? Yeah, she did uh, The Killer Inside Me, which is a Casey Affleck movie where he's like a serial killer. It's pretty dark, like really kind of oh. gross dark. But um, yeah. she's like... I don't know if she has, like, an affair with him or if she's married to him in that movie, but they were filming in Oklahoma, and she was putting up posters of, like, sharks to raise, like, awareness about, like, saving sharks or whatever, and she, like, put okay. it over some other poster and got, like, arrested for it, and it was this huge deal, and I, I just remember being like, Oklahoma, come on now. Do not arrest Jessica Alba. She's just yeah. trying to save the sharks. I mean, to be fair, it's possible they were just, like, trying to detain her and just be like, damn. <laughs> we need an autograph, miss. Look, look, look what we have. Look what we have here right now. This is incredible. Yeah, she's uh, she's really hot in that movie, in Idle Hands, uh, for sure. Mm-hmm. She, I, you know, honestly, I've never seen her not hot in anything. Um, yeah, um, I specifically my favorite Jessica Alba hot picture is uh, Into the Blue with uh, Mr. Blue Eyes Paul Walker, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. where she is in a bikini most of that movie, and uh, it's really fucking cheesy and stupid. But I, I actually really like that movie. Uh, for whatever reason, but um, I did want to mention real quick because I like just you know trivia when you find out like connections in Hollywood of different people and stuff. And uh, Idle Hands was directed by a guy named Rodman uh, Rodman Flinder, and I didn't know much about him. Um, he hasn't done like a ton of stuff. He he did um, he did that movie basically Idle Hands that I knew of. But he has like a lot of weird connections. He's friends with Conan O'Brien. They went to Harvard together. So he followed Conan on tour like 10 years ago when he got fired from The Tonight Show. And he's the one that directed the Conan O'Brien Can't Stop documentary. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, that's really weird. And then his, he's married to a woman named Amy Lipman, and she had a Wikipedia. So I went to that page. She's the co-creator of Party of Five, the TV show. And I was weird. like, okay. that's a weird connection. Like, I didn't know, like, co-creator of Party of Five, married to the dude that idle hands. But what's even weirder is their nephew is Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> And I was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Totally weird. It's like his sister's kid. Damn. Um, so, yeah, just weird connections with that. I always find it fascinating when I find connections that I didn't know existed. But uh, that's crazy, you go Wikipedia man. and you just go down a rabbit hole, you know? Yeah. Everyone in Hollywood is related to each other. That's crazy. Basically, that's what I learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he hasn't is done a true? whole lot since. So. I know you don't like to comment on this, mm-hmm. um, but it's been 214 episodes. Yeah. I figure we should just, like, put it out there. I know people are curious. Are you, Stephen Fisher... Mm-hmm. Actually related to Fisher Stevens, the actor from Hollywood and movies. He's my son. Yeah. I thought so. He's my son. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I thought it'd be funny to switch the names around and then Mm -hmm. send him back in time to make short circuit for me. Yeah. And um, I'm very glad that I did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. It makes sense. You you called it. Yep. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Case cracked wide open. Actually, I think. I'm going to change my answer. He, I sent him back in time to make Hackers. I think he's the, the villain in Hackers. Why not both? And we love Hack the World, you know? So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to do that. Um, stunning display of beeper technology in the movie Hackers. <laughs> <laughs> back when that was a thing. There's a lot of weird stuff in that movie. Mm-hmm. Hack the uh, planet! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so for my final thing. Perfect. 
I watched a movie from 1982 called The Thing. <gasps> no Steven. fucking way, Brent. Yeah. I had never seen it before. Oh, my I God. I went over to uh, my friend Ross's house, Ross uh, Lichtai, who has been a guest uh, mm-hmm. host on the show several times. You got to watch um, it with him? Yeah. Oh, uh, excellent. He had people over at his house, and we were all just kind of like chilling. He's like, I'm going to throw on a movie. He throws on the thing. I'm like, am I ready for this? Mm-hmm. Um, Steven, spoilers, yes, I was. Oh, good. Uh, I, I'm at a place in my life and with my dumb brain where I'm like, oh, fuck. I don't think I'm going to enjoy movies anymore like ever i think my mm. my brain just can't hold that information gotcha. it's like man i didn't i didn't follow the fear street trilogy at all i see why people <laughs> like it. i just did not follow it i i didn't really enjoy shang so or shang chi mm-hmm. uh, i was like damn maybe i just don't like movies anymore yeah maybe this is my new thing but then we watched the thing last night and i was like oh this is very good i like this oh, that makes and me I'm so not even happy a, i'm not even a body horror fan i think it's yucky. yeah and that I movie even, is gross I, uh, media, you can quote me on that. Mm-hmm. Body horror is yucky. Yep. Brent Fisher, whatever my fucking name <laughs> is. It doesn't matter. Um, but man, I really, really enjoyed it. I thought the paranoia aspect of yes. it was great. I knew how the movie ended just from like hearing about it in pop culture. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't a surprise to me um, with the ambiguous ending of it all. Yeah, yeah. But uh, man, it was just so good. I didn't realize oh, like a, a dog would, would play like such a big part of it, mm-hmm. but it does. Uh, and it's also um, gross. Um, yeah, it's yucky. Um, Amanda wouldn't watch it for that reason alone. I think no. Yeah. Did no. Brandy watch it with you guys? Uh, no, she was out. Uh, she, I, I, <laughs> I was gonna say I knocked her out, but that's not good. That's not a good look. That's not a good look. No, she, uh, she was out with uh, Ross's uh, wife, oh, okay, and cool. they were like doing stuff. But um, yeah, we watched the movie and ate some pizza and uh, oh man, sweet, had a good time. I Man. tried to eat as much as I could before it got to. I was gonna say, parts. holy shit, that's not a movie <laughs> yeah. to, to eat and watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, Luckily, we were eating loose handfuls of long meat. Um, <laughs> that would be <laughs> the, the grossest thing to watch. I think. God, just a loose hamburger meat. You yeah. Know? Just, ugh. Be your but favorite. man, I really enjoyed it. Kurt Russell, obviously great. Ugh. Wilford Brimley, Sans mustache. Yes. Didn't recognize him until Ross told me about it. Um, that was really good. Keith David is in the movie oh, as he's well. He's so fucking good. Love Keith David. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad he made it through to the end. Um, there's a guy on roller skates uh, throughout the movie. Oh, I remember that. I don't know why. I made a joke. It was like, oh, is this, is he working at Sonic? See a car <laughs> hop there? Um, he's like, I but, work for tips. Yeah. Come on, guys. <laughs> yeah. He's got that little like change belt on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, but yeah. Well, I oh, man, I'm so excited to watch this. I'm I'm glad you saved it for the mm-hmm. last. Um, yeah. Because this is one of the movies they talked about, obviously, in that uh, In Search of Darkness for 1982. They talked about the thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because it came out and it was a huge, um, like, critical and financial like flop. That's what he was telling me. Wild. I was shocked. It's shocked to hear that. So, so fucking good. It um, is, yeah. And it's it's like it took years for people to like realize what it was, mm-hmm. I guess, you know? Um, and in, in terms of like talking today about how many reboots and remakes we have, including mm-hmm. The Thing um, from, I believe, 2016 2011. Or oh, 2011? Is that older? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Same uh, year as Fast Five. Oh, there you go. Keeping score. Just watch mm-hmm. Fast Five then. Don't watch The Thing. Uh, I think I tried it when it came out. Um, It basically leads up to like the dog that arrives at their thing. It's like the other place that the dog came from. Wait. So it like ends there. This is a prequel? It's a prequel (sighs) called The Thing. This is worse than Halloween and (laughs) Halloween because this is like The Thing is a prequel to The Thing. To The Thing. So stupid. 
but like that was like a bad it's like a prequel it's not really a, a remake you might call it a reboot prequel i guess you know mm. but um in the 80s they also rebooted or remade a lot of things but they're really good like the thing is fantastic uh the blob from like 1988 i fucking love the blob um yeah. and they all they went a lot darker when they redid those movies in the 80s so that was part of the reason like john carpenter when he's interviewed in that documentary he's talking about like the original thing from outer space like he loved that movie he didn't want it was like a 50s sci-fi movie he didn't want to like ever remake it but the studio came to him after he had done halloween mm-hmm. and stuff and mm-hmm. they were like, hey, you should do this. And so he was like, well, I, yeah, I have some ideas for it. And they just went like full on gross out, you know, everything. And that's partly why people just didn't click with it. Like they, they showed a clip mm-hmm. of uh, Siskel and Ebert being like, this movie has no plot. It's just like gross to be gross. And I'm like, it, it the paranoia in it is so yeah. fucking palpable as you watch mm-hmm. it. Oh, my God. And the performances are so good. Mm-hmm. I, I just can't believe it didn't like hit when it did, you know? Yeah. Um. But it's it's it stood the test of time for sure. And this is the movie I was talking about when I was like, look, it's another small cast. It's it happened in the movie came out in 82. But still, I feel like they were like, I heard about this thing called COVID it's coming around. <laughs> yeah, this is a good like claustrophobic movie. Yeah, it is. Like it is. Yeah. And uh, Ross made the point last night that. This is a very good, like, essentially a bottle episode of a TV show. Like, you know, it all takes place in one locale. And, you know, you go to different parts of their little, like, Arctic base or whatever. But for the most part, it's all just, like, set there. It's not like they do, like, globetrotting or anything like that. But, man, I really enjoyed it. and Uh, makes me so happy. The the different tests on Mm -hmm. how they could figure out, like, who was a... uh, like possessed by the the thing or whatever yep. was interesting. Like there was a, a really good jump scare that uh, uh, scared my friend Adam, who mm-hmm. was uh, watching this with us. And uh, it was like the blood test portion of it. I didn't know it was coming either. Yeah. But like he had seen the movie previously, but like still it's one of those things where um, there's a, a part in the movie Ara- uh, Arachnophobia mm-hmm. where there's like a jump scare toward the end of that movie. And I remember once watching this, or watching arachnophobia in like 2001 and like i'd seen it before but i forgot about this part there's like a spider that like hops out of somewhere and it it freaked me out so much that i like actually like got up and like ran to a different room i was like holy shit well that but, feels real right like you could yeah, come yeah, across yeah. a spider like that yeah mm-hmm. so it's, it's a icky and yucky yeah mm-hmm. exactly yeah man that's really cool though i'm really glad that uh you also got to watch it with a, gr- a group of people yeah i feel like that's a good way to do that one um Oh man, I'm so excited. Like I wish that's like one movie I wish I could go back and watch again for the first time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and I've only seen it a handful of times. Like I, I was never I wasn't like a huge fan of it. I just when I watch mm-hmm. it I'm like, "Oh yeah, it's like it's fucking good." Um, yeah. And it's crazy. I I was reading a little bit of the Wikipedia here. Um it came out the same year that ET came out. And that's yeah. like two yeah. two wildly different alien concepts, you know, mm-hmm. um, friendly and and not and just cute and not or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. it's so wildly different. But uh, I love both of those takes on the you know that kind of genre. Yeah, coming out the same year, so that's wild. The the practical effects of the thing are just like astounding. To oh, like it's yeah. it's hard for me to look at, but I am like impressed by it. Yeah. You know? it's one of those things where it's like it's it's like a train wreck, like. It disgusts me, but I can't look away. Yeah, because I fucking hate trains. That's what I'm talking about. Wow, I didn't know you're trains. So yeah, you know what? Get fucked. Whoa, wow. I'll, just, I'll just put that out there. Get fucked, trains. What about like, um, uh, is it Thomas? The the tank engine. Yeah, 
See, I'm conflicted because I'm like, he seems like a good guy, but mm-hmm. like, I don't know him. That's true. I just know him from a show. I don't know what he does like, like offset. He could be a murderer. He could be problematic. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I heard, I'm not, allegedly, mm-hmm. he's kind of racist against cars. Honestly, that, 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 that tracks for yeah. me. Yeah. 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 Right. Doesn't it? A little bit. I tried to invite him out to go see one of the Transformers movies, and he he had oh, wow. some some things to say I cannot repeat on the show. Oh. But I was just like, oh man, yeah, I don't think I want to hang out with this guy anymore. That makes sense, but man. He's got some great cocaine. So. <laughs> um, yeah, and I was I was trying to look up too. Uh, uh, the creature effects in the thing were done by mm-hmm. uh, Rob Bottin, who uh, oh. did a lot of really cool ass shit in the eighties, um, and they they mentioned him a lot. I don't think he's still alive. Um, but he, uh, they mentioned him a lot in that documentary and, uh, okay. and some of the stuff that he did that was just iconic and it's just so over the top gross and creepy. But, mm-hmm. um, I really feel like I'm glad you watched it because I know that that's going to be like, could turn it off a little bit, you know, like you're not super into body mm-hmm. horror, but it's so well made yeah. that I would be like, man, I'd be really hard pressed not to make you watch it someday. So I'm really glad Ross took the, uh, took the initiative and did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just like threw it on. I was like, okay, I guess we're doing we're this. We're doing this and now. Yeah. 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 So rip that bandaid Fuck, off. Yeah. But man, I was really happy with, it. I would certainly go back and watch this again. I yeah. kind of want to watch it again right now. Yeah. Like it was so, so good. Very cool. Um, and he had also mentioned, like you said, that it wasn't uh, well received by like critics mm-hmm. or audiences at the time. And I'm just so astounded by that because I'm like, I know. what is not to like about this? Yeah. Like every aspect, the acting, everyone's acting their asses off. There's a guy on roller skates in the Arctic. <laughs> There's some doggies in there. Creature effects look great. Like, I don't, I don't know what the downside of this is yeah. other than like, maybe they didn't like the ambiguous nature of the ending, but even yeah, still, that's like, so that's good. the best way to end it. Right. Oh yeah. 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 Cause that's, that just like puts the like final stamp on the paranoia that's set up in the movie. Yeah. And I don't need any more. I like how it, how it ends that way. Um, yeah. It kind of just ratchets up even more. Like, just like, you never know. Yeah. And these guys are just going to sit here and like, Oh, I don't know. It just, it leaves you in a cool way, I guess makes you, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't need answers from it. Cause the, it's not like I'm really looking for answers or like what that creature is anyway. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it's alien. It's foreign. It's bad, you know, and, mm-hmm. It's it's wreaking havoc or whatever in, in horrible horrible ways. Yeah, oh, like the spider head, the spider legs yeah. that come out of the head. Oh, it's so fucking creepy. <laughs> it man. is. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, I'm like, I'm now I want to watch it. Right? Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's really good. Um, I was looking up to it. It came out. I guess it it opened at number eight, um, behind Poltergeist. Came out at the same time wow. or whatever, which is is also pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, it came out behind that. It was Poltergeist was in its fourth weekend of release, and it still beat the thing at the box mm-hmm. office. So uh, people really, you know, liked that one a lot, I guess too. But not so much this one. But it's definitely stood the test of time. So it's worth it. That's wild to me. That's I so know. wild to me. Like, because how was Halloween received? That was because that, that was, was a, a huge hit. It was okay. Yeah. That was a big one for Carpenter, and then mm-hmm. like five years later, he drops this one, and then. I guess people were not on the hype train necessarily for him at this point. Yeah, or? I don't know. I, I don't know that he had really built up his name as much. Like, he did so much more after mm-hmm. this in the 80s uh, that just kept going with things. I'm trying to look up his uh, filmography real quick. Um, with a last name like Carpenter, you thought he would be better at building his name. You know what I'm saying? It's like him and Jesus. <laughs> yeah. The two, the two great Carpenters. Yeah. Um, 
he did the so he did Halloween. Halloween. I don't know if it still is. Uh, I think probably like um, Paranormal Activity is taking this over, or whatever. But Halloween for a long time was the like highest grossing independent film of all time mm. because it was made for so fucking cheap and then made so much money. Um, it was uh, estimated to be made for about three hundred thousand dollars, and it made like mm. sixty to seventy million dollars at the Damn. box office so it was the return on investment to it was like such a high ratio that it was like fucking mm-hmm. crazy but it really kind of hit um he did the fog um in 1980 and then he did escape from new york also with kurt mm-hmm. russell and um i like escape from new york it's pretty cool the fog i'm not like a huge fan of i tried it in the last few years it's it's okay it was never mm-hmm. it's like a ghost story thing or whatever um i want to give it another shot though and then he did the thing Oh, and they talk about um, his next movie in 1983 was a Stephen King adaptation of Christine. You ever seen that movie? It's like a killer car. Yeah. yeah. I used to love that movie as a kid, but I haven't seen it in decades. Um, yeah. So that'd be kind of fascinating. But he mm. uh, he talked about in that documentary that he was on board to do the um, Stephen King adaptation for Firestarter that ended up uh, being directed by a different person because the thing was so poorly received that they re- they took him off the project. They wouldn't allow him to do Firestarter after that wow and uh apparently firestarter is like an okay movie it has some good good stuff bad stuff but uh it's not like really that memorable and people mm-hmm. are like oh man his version like john carpenter's firestarter would have been really fucking rad so mm-hmm. we kind of missed it's out a, there but and firestarter is a great song by the prodigy so like there that, was a, that was an interesting adaptation yeah but it worked it, it worked. worked yeah it got people in the clubs <laughs> you know right. yeah um yeah he went on to to do a lot of cool stuff like um like they live. You ever seen They Live from nineteen eighty eight? The the Roddy Piper. Yeah, movie? Uh, a long time ago. I've right. seen it in like since I was like I don't know ten or eleven or something like that. Oh, right but, on. Okay, mm-hmm. I still really like that. Also has Keith David in it. That's why I mentioned it. Oh um, yeah, and he's awesome in that movie too. He just has he's just fucking cool guy. He's just great. He's yeah, got that deep ass voice. Mm-hmm. Um, he's rad. So yeah, I really like I like the They Live as as well. I'm a big Carpenter fan. I haven't seen all of his stuff, but uh, a lot of it that I've seen, I've I realized, like, oh, he did Big Trouble in Little China. Fuck. Yeah, I love that fucking movie. Like, damn, uh, he did that, too? He did that movie. Damn, I didn't realize. He's done okay. so many cool things. Yeah. Um, at least, you know, definitely during the 80s and stuff. It kind of got mm-hmm. kind of got wonky in the 90s and the 2000s. But, um, yeah. but yeah, that's rad, man. I'm really excited that you watched that. Um, I'm, I'm going to watch that today, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool, man. Well, yeah, uh, yeah. So that was the last of years, right? That was the last of mine. Yes. All right. So as we did mention at the top of the hour, mm-hmm. whatever, uh, yep. we are next week going to tackle uh, a movie called The Lost Boys from 1987. And uh, that's mm-hmm. another one I'm very excited for you to try out. And um, we yeah. mentioned uh, you and I are going to try to watch that virtually together because mm-hmm. I would love to watch that with you if, if possible. That We'll make that work. Uh, if not, we'll just uh, watch our own and then review it next week with everybody here. So, yes. Yeah. Looking forward to Either that. Either way. Yeah, It'll lead to a disappointing conversation on the yeah. podcast, so <laughs> yeah, brace for that. Um, but, but otherwise, yeah. if you uh, want to let us know about any of the things we talked about today or any cool horror or anything that you're you're checking out, you can uh, mm-hmm. all the info for contacting us and email or social media is down below in the show notes. And if you'd like, please rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps. Five stars is appreciated. Helps people find us. If you think we're uh, funny or interesting or whatever, uh, God help you. And <laughs> uh, but if you want to if you want to rope more people into this pyramid scheme uh-huh. uh we, we would appreciate it so 
Yeah, yeah, we're going to do a lot of like horror discussion up through the end of October. Yeah. So if that's your thing, or if you know of somebody whose thing that might be. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah, let them know. That worked. Yep. Yeah. That'd Excellent. Be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Brent, it was a blast talking to you about all of this stuff today. There's a few things that I want to check out that you mentioned, mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully vice versa. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, as we mentioned as well, uh, listen to our friends at Erie International and uh, also the Terror Table, two of our, mm-hmm. our friends do horror podcasts. Very cool. They do them all the time, and we just kind of do them here or there and during October. But uh, if you like this, yeah. you should go check them out. And uh, otherwise, thank you for listening. Uh, until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. I don't know. Again, I don't, I don't have anything for, for that side of it. Um, I felt like I should have made some noise. I was thinking about doing like some like thing noise. Mm-hmm. But I'm um, like, did it make a noise? The only thing noise I really know is like the thing from Marvel Comics. You know, oh, those yeah. two excellent, like Fantastic Four movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Jessica love. Alba. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. What'd you think about her as Sue Storm? I don't know, put her in whatever, like, tight ass <laughs> costume you need to. <laughs> it's fine. I'm fine with it. That's fine. No, look, I, I, uh, I think that version of the Silver Surfer that's in the sequel, mm. uh, I really liked. Uh, or at least I remember liking every once in a while I'll pull up Disney plus and I'm like, should I watch these two fantastic mm-hmm. four movies? Like what's going to happen if I do this? Like hey, who was I the silver like surfer? Would... Was it uh, Fred Armisen? Is that right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine B- between seasons of Portlandia? He was like, I'm going to go ahead and do this. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, but le- le- hey, real quick, outside yeah. of uh, outside of the the main show here, uh, there were a, a couple of bits of like um, stuff that happened in the news. Uh, one thing being uh, Elvira, the actress who plays Elvira, oh, yeah. she came out as like bisexual mm-hmm. in the the book uh, that she's writing. Uh, fuck, what is that called? Wait, you write about your own life? Oh. Uh, biography, <laughs> autobiography. Which one is it? Okay, memoir. That's how I, that's how I heard hers described. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, but autobiography, which is fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that. that's. That's cool. Like, I'd, I don't have any, like, real thoughts about, like, that. Like it I love you know. Elvira, though, man. Okay, that's what I was going yeah, to yeah, ask. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure what your thoughts were. I've seen her in, like, a couple of things, mm-hmm. mainly, like, commercials back in the day. Yeah. And she seems like she's, like, a fun personality. Um, and just, like, seems like she's, from what I've read about her, she has, like, positive, like, fan interactions mm-hmm. at conventions and everything. So She's seems so like quirky she's, like, an, and... Yeah, the big hair, the big boobs, like she just plays into it all. Um, they just did yeah. last night on Shutter. They did a 40th anniversary special of hers. Oh, okay. And yeah. uh, I watched a little bit of it. She basically used to have a show in the 80s where she would like present like cheesy movies, like old horror mm-hmm. movies from like the 40s and 50s and stuff. And yeah, and uh, so she did that. She like basically like did her own, uh, like picked some from Shutter, you know, and played them or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. but yeah, she's she's also in the documentary as her normal self. Uh, Cassandra. Oh my god! And still lovely. She, yeah, she's so she different. Still very like, like pretty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's it's funny to hear her like outside of that, you know, her shtick or whatever. And uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, I love her. She has a, a movie from the eighties called Mistress of the Dark, that is so fucking weird. And I grew up on it, and I watched it in the last few years, and it's still fucking weird. But I really love it. That's like yeah. one that I'm like, I don't know. I've never met a single person that's actually seen it, besides me and my family. Oh, okay. And uh, that'd be like another one. I'd be like, have, have you seen this? Or I would love to show you someday, Brent, because it is so bonkers. Oh, yeah. Oh, it looks like it's on uh, Prime Video, Hulu. Oh, sweet. Hoopla, Tubi. Hey, all the there good you ones. go.
Oh, yeah. yeah. All, <laughs> all the biggest ones right there. Somebody available. tweeted yesterday, and I was so fascinated about this and want to watch both of these movies now, because they, they said um, a good double feature, I guess, is how you could put it. Um, I've often said that Miss, uh, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, and Pee-wee's Big Adventure are two sides of the same coin. One is a horror character trapped in a comedy movie, Mistress of the Dark, and one is Mm -hmm. a comedy character trapped in a horror movie for Pee-wee's Big Adventure. And I'm like, oh man, that like really opens my eyes to what those movies could be because Pee-wee's Big Adventure is like really weird and Elvira, Mistress of the Dark is is like a comedy. It's like she goes to like a, she gets like a house from an old aunt she didn't know about dies, leaves her this like old creepy mansion in this like suburban town or whatever and everybody lives their normal lives and she's the weird one and uh it's such a weird thing of her being like this horror character and this like comedy mm-hmm. movie and i'm like oh man that totally describes it so well i've never seen Wee's big adventure oh I think yeah? i've only seen like his his show oh man it's fucking weird there's a lot of dark twisted shit in it um is there really yeah it's so weird <laughs> okay <laughs> That'd be fun to interesting watch <laughs> <laughs> um the the other bits of uh news uh i know this is like backwards that we do this in the uh the, the outtakes but okay. like there was uh, a news Can't item talking. about the uh jessica rabbit redesign at disneyland like the oh, animatronic yeah? disneyland character yeah they've got her in like a detective essentially what eddie valiant wore in the hmm. movie but you know for cartoon characters she still looks like hot but yeah. I guess people on the internet are outraged of that course. they're taking away the sexiness. I'm like, man, go jack off like to something take. else, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's a whole internet filled with porn. You'll find something. I'm sure you can <laughs> type in Jessica Rabbit nude, like I don't know, I've done in the past mm. week, and uh, you'll find like plenty of stuff. But like, she looks great. She has like a hat. She, and she looks great. Like a trench coat. Um, it, it still looks attractive. And I guess the point I want to make is her like wearing these. Uh, garments are mm-hmm. not going to change the fact that I will try to fuck that robot the next time <laughs> I go there. Um, the third item is that they just announced the Mario movie voice cast. Oh, Have you yeah. heard about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are pissed about this. I don't get... Prime- spaghetti. It's fine. Yeah, spaghetti don't the matter. Um, people are very annoyed about uh, Chris Pratt being the voice of Mario, and I'm like... I guess, like, I understand that there's a guy who does Mario's voice in the video game, but you don't want to listen to a whole movie of that guy's, like, high-pitched Mario mm-hmm. voice. I can almost promise you that. And I know people spend hours, like, playing the video game. It's different. Different. Yep. Yeah. I'm with you there. It's not delivering whole uh, scenes of dialogue or whatever. Like, it's fine. Let's just, like, wait it out. I yeah. know people were, like, annoyed about Ben Schwartz playing Sonic the Hedgehog, but, like, oh, you watch the movie, it's just delightful. Oh, yeah. You know? He's perfect yeah. for it. Yeah, so... I, I'm more annoyed by relax. the fact that this is an illumination uh, yeah. animation picture. That's the big. That's the big problem. That's mm-hmm. that. That is what bugs me more than anybody in the voice cast. <laughs> yeah, uh, Anya Taylor Joy is uh, going to be Princess Peach, which mm. I think could be good. Like and she's there's, awesome. There's yeah. not not really like in the main cast. Not really people with like. Well, I guess Mario and Peach, like those voice actors, I wouldn't say they have like instantly recognizable voices. Like, mm-hmm. I like them as actors on screen, but, like, their voices, yeah. I don't think, are, like, terribly unique. However, uh, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. <sighs> Chef's kiss. That's a good one, yeah. That's great. I just hope he laughs. I just, <laughs> yeah. I just need him to laugh. I just need Donkey Kong to have that Seth Rogen stoner <laughs> laugh. It would, that would change. That put him in the video game. Do it the other mm-hmm. way. I'm yeah. down with that. Yeah, because Donkey Kong doesn't have, like, a speaking voice in the games, does he? I don't think he? so. I'm not, I was never a big Donkey Kong kind of guy. Oh, okay. Well, so, yeah, I don't think that's so. about to change. Yeah, you know, well, with Seth so. Rogen in the picture, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> throwing <laughs> barrels. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! But yeah, so that's all the news in the outtakes. So Sweet. enjoy. Perfect. We've done it. Yep. All my notes checked off. We 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 announced the last points on the next episode. We've done the news items. What more is there? Uh, we done. When I got to the end of the Erie International episodes, the first one that I was listening to, I I just skipped to the next one, uh, and I was like, oh yeah, cool. Like uh, I had set it up to to on the playlist. I was in the car at the time doing my commute, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh cool, I can switch to the next one. And then I got to the end of the second one. I was like, wait. Did I miss their outtakes? Do they have outtakes? Are we the only stupid <laughs> ones that do like 10 extra minutes of, of things to listen to after we end the show? And mm-hmm. we are. Yeah. Yeah. Not only do we do like out, like we continue talking during the record <laughs> yeah. after, after we sign off, but then we have a bit that we lop off from the beginning of the show. Yeah. That we throw on the end. That we throw on the end. So it's like sometimes 20 minutes yeah. and people have to like first time listeners have to be like, First of all, I will be an only time listener. Secondly, why yeah. is there another 20 minutes <laughs> yeah. after they signed off? Like, what is this? What could possibly be there? In my head, I've always thought that that's fine because they would see that there's 20 minutes mm-hmm. left in the timeline. So they'd be like, oh, there's yeah. more to come, even though I heard the music. But in but then when I in practice, when I was listening to their show and I was mm-hmm. in the car and I couldn't see my phone, I could just skip to the next thing. I was like, oh, I heard their in, their outro music. We're good to go. I'll just skip. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. Is that what people do to <laughs> Do to ours? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably for for the most part. I don't think they look at the uh, the tag on the show notes either. Yeah, right. It's just for us. But hey, you know what? Good. That's just that's just for deep cut people. Yeah, you, know? you just want to look at it, scroll down a little bit. Hell you yeah, know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. we do. Sorry, right. I feel but, good about it. Fuck it. Same. Yeah. Um, I so. do like this redesign. Someone did. Just, <laughs> it's like a stick person <laughs> with a red dress. It's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right. You don't cut it there. All right. Yeah, yeah, we can stop it there. I got to figure out why this lady went to this dude's cabin. It's really just like gnawing at me. Oh, just yeah. Like, I can't shake it. You got to know, I, man. I, I, yeah, you got like, to know. It's, it's, it's going to kill me. Yeah. You got to right. rewatch it. Hell yeah, let's stop this shit. Record. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Yeah. Now that we mentioned this, I'm going to make sure I have enough space to record this thing. Oh. Yeah, we're going to try it. Space. The <laughs> final frontier. <laughs> These are the voyages of the Star Trek Eltas. Oh. Their mission. You know what? They just, they got tired. They t- they're taking a nap. Mission's over. Let's call oh. the whole thing off. I love naps. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't even make it to the launch pad. They're just. <laughs> They've never left the dock. They, <laughs> yeah. they, oh, yes. I thought one woke up. They did not. They missed Back the flight. Seat. They missed the flight. This just, the ship is in space. There's no crew aboard it. This floating aimlessly these are the voyages of nothing i guess yeah, I, don't this, know, I don't know where we're going this was a, this was expensive it was <laughs> yes. there was a lot of money spent on this <laughs> this is zero benefit to anything uh, that's what we play anyway. steven uh mm-hmm. last episode i had a uh, a hard out that I just like clearly blew past. I, I was like, it. you know what? I, yeah. I have more to say. So we're just going to like <laughs> steer past this. Uh, I had a lot of confusion. I had to work out about Fear Street. Mm-hmm. Um, quick aside, one of my coworkers is watching the Fear Street movies and I was talking to her about it and I was relaying to her like I was so lost during these movies, <laughs> but I hope you're following it. And then she like proceeded to say, oh, yeah, this, 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 this. like she just like went through like the whole story. It's like, huh? Yeah, nope. I did. my brain did not absorb any of that as I was watching it for whatever reason. And I wish I could like stress to people mm-hmm. where I'm at in my life. Like sometimes we do bits on the show. If you can believe it, 
Mm-hmm. Um, like when we did that Fury Road episode, uh, I had a, a running gag at the beginning of it where I was implying that I had not watched the movie. Oh, yeah, And yeah, then yeah. we did a, a brief pause. I watched it and I came back. But uh, no, like I, I watched all the Fear Street movies. Could not keep track of, <laughs> Wasn't of a the bit. story. No, no bit, <laughs> as the kids say. But uh, she seems to be enjoying them so far. Good, so that's yeah. Good. Um, but I had a hard out last episode uh, because I was taking my wife to this sunflower like farm or whatever, and they have Ooh, these mm-hmm. uh, different activities you can do around there. As we were out there, uh, we met uh, one of her friends and, and her husband, and uh, we were all just kind of enjoying nature and whatnot. It was hot as fuck, so oh, you yeah. know, take that with a grain of salt. But uh, walking through the sunflower field, my wife loves sunflowers, so she's been looking mm, forward to mm-hmm. this. As we were walking through there, she noticed there were like bees flying about because uh, those sunflowers, they look mm-hmm. sexy to oh, them bees. Yeah. So we're like walking around, and I am allergic to bees. Like I swell up. Uh, oh. I got stung by a bee when I was like eight or nine, and I don't think I knew like, that. I got stung on my finger, and my finger swole, and it was like a whole thing. And I would imagine like I would probably, depending on where I got stung, I would have a similar reaction, if not worse. But mm. I was walking through these fields, and um, I felt totally safe. I didn't was not even stressed out even a little bit. Though if one stung me, it could be problematic, right? And then, like, we were, like, we walked through there, we walked through different areas, and, and because there are just, like, sunflowers everywhere, these bees were everywhere. But not, like, I, I never felt worried about they it. Like we, they weren't following you. Yeah. They were just, like, there mm-hmm. doing their work. And I, I think that's bee why stuff. I was never stressed about it. Like, my mm-hmm. wife was concerned. She was like, oh, there's a bee right there. As we were, like, sitting down in our little, like, snow cone or whatever. I was like, it's, it's fine. I I felt Relax. that way because I, too, work with the public. And I know mm-hmm. while I'm working, I'm not trying to, like, bother someone or go out of my way to interact with someone that isn't on my immediate agenda. Yeah. And you don't so, sing people. Well. Well, okay. I, didn't, I mean, I'm like, not, I don't work with you, so I don't Legally, know. I can't say that okay. I don't, but, you know. Oink. Yeah. It, sometimes people are going to act up. That's true. Mm-hmm. I believe that. The Karens yeah. of the world need to get stung. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. guys can be Karens too. Yep. I'm just saying. Karens. Karen. Karen. Karen, yeah, in Oklahoma. Yeah, there's a guy named Karen there for sure. Yeah. yeah. Karen, you've had enough. <laughs> yeah. So, but like these, these beasts were walking around. My wife was like freaked out about it. I said, look, we're fine. These mm-hmm. bees are at work. They've got shit to do. They're not worried about us. As long as we don't, like, go after them or whatever or, yep. like, mess up their, their business, then there's not going to be an issue. And there wasn't. It was, it was totally oh, fine. So you're fine. Yeah. Wasps, uh, different Ugh. story. They're just assholes. Yeah, they, they are. They, they serve no purpose. They will purpose. come after you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, For no and reason. They, the, the last time I was stung by anything, it was a couple of years ago, I was weed eating in my backyard and a wasp came out of nowhere and stung me in my ear in my Ugh. ear steven my ear didn't swell up or anything it just Ooh. like hurt for a few minutes oh, that i was like awful. god damn why why you do this and yeah. i was like oh it's a fucking wasp that's <laughs> why like, i want to make a home in there that looks cozy yeah oh it's a human sting yeah <laughs> you're like thanks bro i'm yeah. not a home or mm-hmm. a victim to your stinging mm-hmm. but you were well, kind of i was yeah, yeah i was the, yeah. definitely the second part but uh but yeah but you where, didn't where ask you... for it. it wasn't how you were dressed or anything no, no. You're I mean, just like in your business. I was okay. I was in fishnets and stilettos, but that's mm-hmm. how I weedy. I like to be as tall as possible. <laughs> My legs get get hot, you know. But I want them to be covered. 
My God, I would love to picture that, like, mm-hmm. just <laughs> driving through an Oklahoma suburb. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's just Brent. Uh, that's just how he mm-hmm. mows. Yeah. Uh, he's really nice. You can't you say know? it's not efficient. <laughs> you can't say it's not efficient yet. It's, it's all right there. You know? Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I fucked well, up so many Jimmy Choo's, Stephen. You can't even know. Oh, wow. So They're very expensive. expensive yeah, but yeah. They are great for getting that the extra height mowing. you need mm-hmm. to to weed eat at an angle you know yeah these backyard lines are crisp (laughs) does your wife find you attractive in these or are you guys like sharing tips about how to wear fishnets or anything uh probably not because i I do have on like you know kind of some some backyard clothing attire you know for for top of yard work outside of the fishnets and the stilettos that's it's 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 not complimentary clothing you know so mm. I, I can't imagine that's that's the case plus you come in you know you've got like if you're wearing a t-shirt you've got some like sweat stains there you know oh, that's and, sexy though i don't know i don't know it's she it just, thinks it's, my pit stains are sexy oh mm-hmm. Stephen, why you do this yeah why you do this i brought some country in it mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. you're like ah, Stephen, i'm out i really I should have uh, got, <laughs> got stung by one of those bees <laughs> you know off air we were talking about you getting a. Uh, injections in your face or your buttocks and mm-hmm. uh and doing like a champagne pour over your butt yeah uh, a la kim kardashian and uh i'm thinking a cheaper alternative to that it might be painful but you know mm-hmm. get a couple bees stab your behind mm-hmm. you know then you got a binoculonk the the problem with that though is that i think after a bee stings doesn't it tear off and then they so. die shortly after yeah That's you don't want humane you yeah. know like these that bees are out here doing work Mm-hmm. They got shit to do. Yep. They, they've, they've got sidewalks to walk on because it's so goddamn <laughs> hot they can't even fly. You know, walk past some bees taking a walk around my neighborhood. Was that last year? That was crazy. Uh, that was a couple of years back. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Sweaty ass bees out there, just oh, like, man. hey man, what's up, dude? It's just fucking, it's fucking hot. I'll see yep. you later. Yeah. I gotta I'm go walking to work. home. Fuck I gotta this. go to work tomorrow. I'm just, you know, <laughs> trying to get my steps in. Had a giant Apple Watch. Oh body. man, mm-hmm. yeah. They get home and then they turn around, get back out. I guess mm-hmm. take a while to yeah. get there. You know, this queen is riding my ass like a mule at the Alamo. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had to like, yeah, history. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, mm-hmm. Alamo's near. I, I'm in Texas. Okay. Isn't the Alamo just like a shopping mall at this point? Basically, like an outlet mall or something. It's literally across the street from a Ripley's. Believe it or not. I I think you like pointed that out to mm-hmm. us once yeah 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 it's like oh cool it mm-hmm. is you'd, you'd think like in the pictures like you can see it and it's like oh cool this is like this building and you get mm-hmm. there and you're like oh this is like really small like yeah. it's not <laughs> it's not as big as you imagine like there's like grounds to it and everything but it's mm-hmm. funny because it's such a touristy thing that like across the street there's like a ripley's and there's like all kinds of like random shitty it's like mm-hmm. a shitty outlet mall sort of and it's like this you- is not cool when you buy a ticket and walk in that Ripley's, it's just a giant wall that has a picture of the Alamo. And yep. it's like, you know, with the, the current state of the Alamo with the shopping center on it and everything. It's like, <laughs> yeah. believe it or not, this is the Alamo. And then it has like an arrow pointing to an exit sign. You're like, wow, it's $17 for this. Wow, that's crazy. Fuck. 17 for you is 50 for me. Oh, well, you know, I'm brown. So they're like, oh, oh the game. yeah, this guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the senor. Give him the discount. Can we? Do How about our secret is senior discount? Senior discount? Okay. Yeah. See, see. All right. 
All right. So, <laughs> your discount. Not at all problematic. It's fine. I'm brown. What kind of brown? It's fine. Mm, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry, don't worry about, about, it. about it. Yeah. They didn't worry about it. And they gave you the discount. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to quickly apologize oh, to Daniel Sanchez. Uh, Daniel, uh, it's not making fun of you or your people. That's uh, just a thing we do here. Just a thing we do here on the show. But if, if it offends you, then uh, shoot us an email. And we'll yeah. read that and offend you some more next time. Yeah. That's and our goal here. International at gmail.com. Just send <laughs> yeah. that email. And uh, we'll, totally we'll have our reps take a look at it. Oh, yeah. See what we can do. <clears throat> Give you a 50% off coupon for the next episode or something. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. So, senior discount on three to sync. Cool. One, two, three. Senior, senior discount. discount. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. You went a little Oklahoma there. Well, you never know. Okay. Root and toot. I don't know if there's a generator situation. I don't know. I don't know why we're dwelling on this so much. But they go out to this cabin and um, they're hanging out, and they're trying to scare each other. And can you hear me? There's like a big like freeze. You're there. You're back. Are we back? Hey, all right. It that was like the uh, the one from before. I was really trying to stall. <laughs> <laughs> really trying to stall. I harped on this fucking moment for such a long time. It kept coming in like little like digital chunks, and you just kept uh-huh. saying them. And I was like, like you're like, just don't dwell on it, blah blah blah. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know if he's still doing that, and I'm getting his voice coming through right now, mm-hmm. or if it just kept repeating stuff you were saying because it was in this digital like yeah. freeze. Uh, so it was really yeah. I was sitting here just like cracking up. <laughs> Like, I meant to harp on it for a little bit, but yeah. then, like, I was like, well, I guess I'll just stretch this out as long yeah. as I can. Man, that's funny. The band is, is tuning their instruments. You got to you gotta stretch. Keep stretching. Uh, just make it last. I don't know how yeah. to make it last. Yeah. I was trying to do, like, a goatsy amount of stretching, but, like, man. <laughs> took, took longer to get back than I thought. Anyway. Damn. This happened again. Hi. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Man, this is uh, really fun. I, got, I heard parts of your thing. What? Okay, I'm going to try to jump to a different Wi-Fi network and see if it'll okay. keep this going, though. Okay. Yeah, back. I, I can hear you. I've got your, your frozen image on, on my screen, but I, I can hear you. Oh, and it's gone. <laughs> Stupid freezes. <sighs> Record. Huh? Okay. Do you remember what the sync word was? It's like something senior. Senior discount. Oh, okay. Senior discount. Okay. It's like a go. senior discount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Mm, that makes sense. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So senior discount on three. One, two, three. Senior, senior discount. discount. <laughs> Excellent. All right. And then uh, senior discount mm-hmm. on the number three yet again. Or are you writing down the timestamp? I did. Uh, I was yeah, just thinking, okay. of course, the time we did a senior discount is the time we have to say it over and over again. So <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> we can just change it to like senior discount if you want. We, yeah. We've been we saying that the be whole old. time. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Don't cancel us. Um, yeah. Okay. So right. senior discount on three. One, two, three. Senior, senior discount. discount. Oh. I'm here for my free waffles. I want the free waffles. Uh, sir, this is a bank ATM. 
I put my card in there, and it's not giving me my free waffles. What the hell kind of Denny's is this? Uh, sir, uh, your granddaughter, we, we just called her. She's coming to pick you up. I, okay. If I got to get these free waffles, I'm willing to do anything. <laughs> Takes out dentures. <laughs> No, sir, uh, please, please put him back in. Please. Oh, a kinky fella. Okay. <laughs> chump, chump. He's like, actually, if mm-hmm. I take him out and hold him in my hands, it's like you get a twofer. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, right. you get my mouth, you get this mouth, huh? What do you think? They call it the twofer toother. <laughs> and that's the truth. I'm a bit of a twofer twofer <laughs> truther. Oh, man. Fantastic. And we're back in the game. It's all worth it. 